Greetings, I am Graven Ilvigo, and this is A Peak Beneath the Veil, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons homebrew campaign courtesy of Tabletop Notch. As a Goliath of few words, I will waste no more time in telling you that A Peak Beneath the Veil goes live every Sunday at 7pm Eastern at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Already aired episodes can be found both on our Twitch and YouTube channels. You can also find those episodes right here in podcast form, uploaded every Tuesday. And now, without further ado, journey with me to Antisuyu for the next chapter of A Peak Beneath the Veil. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tabletop Notch. Tonight's episode is going to be episode 44. Double four. Uh, is that good enough? Two solid numbers. Yes. Uh, Dak Shepard actually yeah. says that. Uh, 44. <laughs> What does Dak say? Oh, it's true. I wasn't prepared for Why that. You... I was prepared for a lot of other things, but Dak Shepard says was not one of them. <laughs> we'll keep you updated with Dak Shepard's <laughs> thoughts <laughs> as the stream continues. Um, we will be returning to the Shocky Mountains, whereupon Graven and Orba have gotten themselves into a bit of a predicament. Graven and Orba? Themselves? <laughs> I mean, you're there. I didn't say it was false. He said it. Present. I didn't say it. Um, it's false. Does anybody have any thoughts, things they want to say before we uh, do our thing and roll the intro? Happy National Book Lovers Day. <laughs> Happy National Book Lovers Day to Grimari yes. and Marvin Bishop and uh, Sandra Precus, all our favorite authors. Might yeah, I recommend, some real ones too. Yeah, might, might I recommend some excellent <laughs> books such as uh, The Silly Basilisk would be a great book to read oh, on this day. Oh. Whispers in the si- Genevieve Riley, all of the <laughs> body of work is it's, excellent. It's, excellent. it's young copy. adult fiction, but it's more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like made for kids, but, but for adults to enjoy as well. Love it. You yeah. know. Thank you. The themes uh, are universal, you guys. The themes are universal. Can't wait to find a, bo- a copy of Latent Tensions. And oh. Also, in the way that your constitution can lower how long you can breathe underwater, can your level of intelligence, like, make it so that it takes you way longer to read a book? <laughs> are you saying Graven takes a very long time yes. to read a book? Yes. <laughs> Graven gets a sheet of books, paper like... and it's like <laughs> five the minutes ABCs per page. <laughs> Alright, so we'll roll that intro and then we'll uh, we'll dive in. Here we go. Yeah. how long it takes for a displacer beast to rot. <laughs> for no apparent reason. Less tasty. <clears throat> Alright. 
In chapter 43, <laughs> Ride with No Guide. The party surveyed the carnage at the loading dock downriver from the harvesting yard while planning their next steps. In an effort to make the attack look like the result of escaped mutants, we obscured any evidence of our handiwork and took off for our last campsite before the scouting mission, some ways south of Lake Gulkan. Deep into the night, with exhaustion setting in, we were disheartened to find that our original horses had been taken, and that in their place was some manner of necromancy, set up as a trap in the treetops. Sephira succumbed to the magic and was paralyzed, forcing us to inflict a small wound to release her from her immobile state. Not wanting Jillian to fall victim to the same effects, we chose to destroy the offending objects and spend the night in the same spot we'd rested before. Bizarra narrowly avoided trouble while investigating a bit of noise during her watch, but our slumber was otherwise uneventful, including a distinct absence of Jillian, who seemed unlikely to reunite with us before our journey back to civilization. Believing a return to Mukmu offered us the best chance at seeing her again, as well as the most direct route to receiving our promised rewards, we set out to retrace our steps through some of the areas that we'd already passed through on our way to the harvesting yard. It wasn't long after starting our ride that we ran into a group of Radiran elves who had come to the Shocky Mountains to take advantage of the stretched-thin forces of Black Lions, currently mired in conflict with the Lakafuyu raiding parties. Among them was Sketskir, who demanded compensation for his stolen map in the form of gold and information about the Mykonid King. <laughs> we did just enough to keep the situation from escalating, which would become a theme for us over the next 24 hours. At the sight of a recently slain beast, Sephira impressed us with her newly acquired ability to communicate with animals. Did I impress you, though? <laughs> okay. We just barely avoided there. the ire of scavenging shock vultures. In attempting to avoid some treacherous cracked terrain, we very nearly became hopelessly lost, but got our bearings just before we'd resigned ourselves to the most perilous path. Night came again, and we knew we were making poor time through the mountains, but felt it was a small price to pay for skirting the most notable threats and pitfalls of our environment. A new day meant new strategies, however, as when Graven spotted a fellow Goliath toting some kind of cargo, he refused to heed the man's call to stay away. <laughs> Not taking kindly to the Goliath's insults, Graven used the whole person spell to get a peek <laughs> at what he was protecting. A felled displacer beast that we knew to have a significant bounty on its head. With this discovery and a furious foe barreling towards us, axe in hand, we didn't have long to decide our next move and we wondered. To what lengths were we willing to go to collect this reward? <laughs> As we veered off course, would we be able to maintain our distance from the ongoing Lakafuyu Black Lion hostilities? And how much would our stomachs have to grumble before we stooped to gnawing on some Displacer Beast tentacles? We find out now, on Chapter 44, of A Peek Beneath the Veil. The Goliath, sweating and incensed, lowers his head and he allows his powerful leg muscles to propel himself forward. His battle axe acting as a counterweight as he comes careening toward you. You've made a move back toward the horse that Orba is currently <coughs> perched atop, but you can hear his booming voice ringing out behind you. Magic-wielding coward! And he continues to run. And despite not having a line of sight, 
A bit of the echoing commotion makes its way to the ears of Sephira, Erland, and Bazaar. Not the words, but the ferocity of the yell, a bit of commotion coming from the direction that you know Orba and Graven to be. What are you doing right now? So I'm running towards the horse. You made him move back. You look. You peeked under the thing, yeah. and then saw that he was kind of breaking free, and you started to break back towards the horse. You're probably ten feet from the horse, maybe a little less than that. Okay. And he's um, less than ten feet behind you. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm yelling, Benji, Benji, as loud as I can in their direction. Okay. Um. And I'm gonna turn and try to cast whole person on him again. Okay. I'm gonna need you to make an initiative roll then. <sighs> and Orb as well. Oh my god. Uh- can I have the horse um, turned toward retreating? Like, have yeah, we can say that. Yes. Okay. Why every, every time? Okay, here we go. Okay. Do I buy your shoes? Ooh. Ooh. Where isn't that one? Where is that one? Do I buy your? Oh, that's my pencil too. Do you need to get either of us? She's perfect. <laughs> okay. The die. I, I buy your toes. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Just as soon as he comes. <laughs> Not cool under pressure. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, yes, Graven. Uh, seventeen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, here we right. go. Badly trying to quote Shaun of the Dead, and here we are. There we go. Uh, Orba got a dirty 20. Oh. Wow. Full force, Okay. 22. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> this is, Shit! This is not gonna go well. You have a plus three initiative? Wow. Uh, <laughs> What's this man's one. name? Just call him Goliath. That's cool. <laughs> Are you sure? Just call him your doom. 22, you said? Yeah. She cast whole person and ask his name. <laughs> so as Graven turns to cast the spell, he's already sort of, in the time it literally takes you to turn, he's already gained five extra feet on you. Yep. And he makes sort of a, a heaving kind of, and he at first lowers his shoulder and runs the extra feet, and he, boom, bam, smashes into you with his shoulder. I need you to make me... A strength saving throw. What? Sure. Sixteen. Sixteen passes. You take, you take half damage and are not knocked prone. You take four bludgeoning damage mm-hmm. and you're not knocked prone as he rams into you. But Graven, sort of digging his feet in, kind of resists the force of the of the blow. Now he t- takes a couple steps, moving around you a little bit, sort of circling around Jesus. you, and he brings his axe up. And brings it down. He's attacking the horse okay. as he goes straight for the horse. That's not I nice. I can't use warding flare on that. What? I can't use warding flare if he's attacking something else. Yeah. Not yet. So Very that's nice. 14 damage. Oh my god. He's gonna go mountain that rides on that thing. I think that's just enough. Yeah. 13 oh. hit points on a riding horse. Brings the axe down. And it, it just sinks into the horse that sort of kicks up a little bit and then just collapses under the weight of the sort of strike. And I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me as you're. That's not good. Toppling off the horse. Saving. Look at that poor animal. It's not good. Dexterity seven. Seven. You just take two bludgeoning damage from the fall and you're also prone. Okay, but I'm not like under the horse. No, we'll say you were able to sort of fling <laughs> yourself all from it. Part of his first turn. Yep. All right. Okay. He um, does 14 Jesus. damage. Yeah, and we heard. <laughs> the charge was not an attack. That's actually an ability. So he came in with the charge, goes for a swing, and he's going to use his multi attack, and he swings it back around, and he's going to go for Graven here. Right? No, I can use. 
He could kill me. That is a 17 to hit. Uh, I will use a first warding flare. <laughs> flash of light. Okay, there you go. Seven to hit. Miss. Great. So with the flash of light as he turns, he sort of <clears throat> turns away from the light, and you can feel the air of the axe kind of whooshing by you as he goes over the top of your head. Please. And so he's standing. Were you going to ask no. something? He's standing kind of between Graven and the collapsed horse and Orba. Who's next in the order? Oh, okay, I do have a question now. Yes. Uh, Hellish Rebuke is worded, you point your finger and the creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded. He did not damage you. Okay. The fall damaged you. Cool. Yeah. Okay, next is Orba. Um, as After his turn, I need perception checks from the three people who are far away. Seven. Oh, instead of cast. Eleven. Seven. Seven. You guys heard some commotion. You did not hear the specific Benji, 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 the words. Can... Are... Oh, sorry. How far away are we, roughly? 200 feet about. Sort of over the crest of the next hill. Is it possible to peek? <laughs> it's definitely possible. Okay, then I'm going to do it. You peek yeah. up over. Great. Yeah, yeah. So we'll say because you didn't sort of react immediately because of the perception you didn't hear Benji right away. You guys aren't like immediately right. sort of calling to arms, but you take a little peek over and you can see far, a little bit far away, the sort of a conflict happening between the three of them. So we're going to say you guys are not able to get into this first round of combat, That's fine. but you are, you peek over and you see that happening. I'm going. I'm gonna just kind of hit Erland, get my bow, and just start bolting towards. Let's the go. Fight. Anything else? Yeah. I'm not on your horse. Is that what you thought? Yeah. Can I ready my flare? Yeah. You're on. You're on a horse with her. I'm on a horse by myself because I'm right. with her. I forgot we were on horseback for a second. Is there any place to tie the horses? No. You can hop off of it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um. I say we go on foot. Okay, I, I'm gonna kind of like tie up the horse then, and like I'm right behind you. And okay. I'll follow suit here around one of the rocks real quick. Sure, you, you do a quick and dirty job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, then yeah. Great. So you guys hop off and you start to run. Orba, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so how far away are Graven and the other Goliath from me? Now? I mean, he's five feet away from you. He's, he's, he's between you and Graven. What? He's between me and Graven? Yeah. Yes, because Graven was going to the horse, he went around Graven to attack the horse, and then turned back towards Graven. Oh, okay, so I'm in melee range. Yes. <laughs> Spicy. Okay, uh, I am going to use... Let me see what this means again. New spell, who does? Hold on. Yes, it's the worst. Okay, Orb is gonna use Shocking Grasp on okay. the Goliath. Sure. Uh, so melee attack spell. Oh, that is a 25 to hit. <gasps> wow. Nice. Yes. Okay, so you Good take one. 1d8 lightning, 7. Oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you take 7 damage and then can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. Wow. That is good. Yeah, it's a good cap trip. And sorry, one, one more time? Can't and you can't take reactions. Oh, okay. yeah, yes. Uh, seven damage, you said? Seven damage. Uh, seven lightning. Uh, he, and he's not wearing any kind of He is armor. not wearing any, no. He's just cloth sort of clothing. Okay, he's cool. Just, but he's enormous. He probably has the HP of a tank. Probably. Um, okay, so I'm assuming 
uh, if it's Graven, other Goliath, Orba, Orba is closest to where her friends are. Yes, five feet closer, yes. Yeah, or I'm gonna run. Closer, I'm gonna run thirty feet. Great, full maximum back. Feet away. Great. So Sorry, you're thirty feet away from the Goliath. <laughs> And no attack of opportunity, given that he's shocked, and um, Graven, so now Graven is 35 feet away from you, 35 feet uh-huh. Yeah, okay, um, that's it. Great, so the, the shock goes in, and he, you can see his muscles tensing, and then you move to move away, and you can see him trying to, like, move to swing at you, but isn't able to get control of his body enough to get an attack of opportunity off. And I guess just for safe measure, since she doesn't see anybody yet, she's gonna go, Vengeance! Sure. Graven? That's it! Uh, I mean, I said I was going to cast whole person. I, uh, I'm going to stick with that. You, man? Yeah. You can change your mind having sort of seen what unfolded. He sort of caught you by surprise a little bit. Uh, we'll no, I'm going to still try it. Okay. Yeah. Wisdom save? Yes, sir. <sighs> Eleven. Fail. Nice. Yay! He's, he's done. Oh, so once yeah. again, sort of after striking, he sort of comes back and he... <clears throat> You can see his face kind of, you can see the gray, like, turning to, like, a sort of dark crimson red as the blood kind of rushes to his face. Got it. Uh, that's my action, but can I try to take up the manacles out of my bag? Uh, we'll see you can take them out as a react. You won't be able to apply them. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm gonna go to take Great. them out. So. Run! <laughs> Get the others! You don't Great. Have to that's the end of the round. Now you guys roll initiative. Natural 20! Yay! Yeah. So, so what is it? Modifier? Oh, uh, dexterity? Or your initiative. Oh, initiative. Yeah. I think it's... Yeah, it's just two. 22. 22 for BZ. 18. Sphere? Yeah, 18. I'm gonna take this big guy on. I'm so yeah. proud of my roll of 17. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys made me literally lose. <laughs> uh, so it's tied at the top with BZ and the Goliath. Uh, we'll say, given his paralysis, we'll allow Bizarra to go first. Oh, great. Uh, oh. So you are still, we'll Far. say you ran, what, what's your running speed? 25. Well, we'll say you also um, dashed in that other time. So we'll say you went 50 feet, so you're 150 feet away at the moment. Okay, I'm just going to keep running. Dash, that's <laughs> I'm another, coming! It's another 50 feet, so just keep track, you're 100 yeah, feet away at the moment. Okay, got it. So you used your movement and your dash to go another 50 feet. Oh my gosh, I am. My little legs gotta work. Your little leggies. I'm <laughs> on my way. <laughs> uh, Goliath. Okay, the Goliath sort of <sighs> muscles tensing. He can't do anything. He's gonna remake the save at the end of his turn. That's a nine. <laughs> Fail. Yes. Oh my god. Suck it. It's a minute? Uh, uh yeah, it's a minute, minute yeah. or he gets one roll. I mean, he gets turn. to keep rolling. Yeah, no, but like, yeah, six medals. Yeah. Yep. Ten uh, Next is. Orba. Okay. Uh, do I see our friends coming now at this point? Um, <laughs> you, we'll say you heard Bizarre, yeah, yell, we're coming, we're coming, yeah. And Very do loud. I know if hold person is dispelled if the guy takes damage? Uh, we'll say you do know that, and it does not. Okay. It does not. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. No, it doesn't. Um, well, that's delicious. I am going to just cast, let's keep it simple. I'm just gonna cast, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Ray of Frost, in case he does end up trying to move. Ah, that's a 10 to hit. Uh, that misses. Um, and uh, attack rolls have advantage against paralyzed creatures. You're right. Yay! natural one. So. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, Orba kind of running back. She tries to go over her shoulder and fire off a ray of frost. But... So <clears throat> sad. Uh, and no. then 
I'm gonna. S- I'm gonna move <laughs> another ten feet back. Okay. So, so 40, you're forty feet from the Goliath. Yeah. Great. Okay. Erland. How many feet away am I from the start of the so turn? So we'll say so we'll say we, you both you all got a movement and dash off before the round. So you started at two hundred. What's so, your movement? So that's forty. So, so 80. eighty. So you're at one twenty at the start of this turn, and I'm one hundred twenty feet away. Great. So running uh, quick math, running eighty, which gets me forty feet away. Great. So you're basically where Orba is. Great. You're, so you're I run up next to Orba and yep. look at her. <laughs> and look at her. I run up and I stare into her eyes. And and you I can see the guy. And then now he's like, he's tensing so heavy, like his eyes are like popping out of his skull. Like he's trying to break the. Great. He's just so like. I just want to swing and hit this guy so badly. Um, okay. Uh huh. Okay. After Erland and Safira. Okay, um, I'm gonna, how close, uh, do I get within 120 feet? So you started at 200, what's your movement? 30. 30, so 60, so you're starting this turn at 140. Okay. So you can move another 30, which will put you at 110, and you would yes. still have an action. Okay, I want to do that, um, and then I'm gonna take out my wolf bow, and I'm going to activate Animus. Is the range 120 on the... On yeah, the, it says we'll, range of 60 to 100, like, slash... So that's disadvantaged. So the 120 is the, the far oh, range. Oh, okay. So you can so still I do it. Still it would just it. be I with just disadvantage. disadvantage. Um, I'm still gonna try. Would be, okay. Which would be flat, right? Would it be flat? Yeah. It would be, yes, because it's... Oh, nice, nice, nice. Oh, God, that's not gonna hit. Not I know, but... I think it's... Thirteen to hit. Thirteen to hit misses. No! Oh, no! Sort of Sold reaches up, fires the arrow, and the Orba and Graven can kind of see the arrow and trace it. And as he's standing there, it just kind of like whizzes over his shoulder. Oh, uh, okay. Um. Then I think I'm gonna hang out where I am. Okay. Uh, Graven. Graven's up. Grab one of his wrists. Oh, Try to like... put it on. So this is a contested role, the okay. sort of contested strength. There isn't sort of an official ruling on that when someone's paralyzed. I'll give you advantage on your contested role. So make an athletics check with advantage, and he's going to contest it. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. So is Graydon now. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a natural it's 20, not isn't it? But it wasn't low. Oh, my God. Oh, Seven. So oh, yeah, yeah, nineteen. Uh, so it wasn't a as you're though. trying to sort of do it, it's it's mainly just that it's hard to get the manacles. He has like sort of these thick yeah. limbs. It's hard to get them around. You kind of try to clamp one, and you can see him. He's sort of vibrating a little bit, and it's hard to get the manacles around. Mm-hmm. You're sort of unable to do so. Yeah. Uh, is my action? That was an action. Yes, to attempt He wouldn't get an attack of opportunity because he's paralyzed. Uh, if I if I tried to back away. Yes, he cannot. He cannot attack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stay right there. Okay. Stay next to him. You can see Graven kind of yeah. continuing to try and sort of close the the sort of manacles that are clearly meant for a smaller creature. Looks like they might fit with some with some effort, but yep. it's tough to get them around. Got it. Okay, top of the order, BZ. Okay. I'm just gonna keep on running. So that puts you at now 50, 50 feet. Great. So Bizarre is just about caught up with Rowan and Bizarre here. I'm Anything? never gonna get there. <laughs> Short legs. legs. Great. Next. Uh, Goliath. The Goliath. All right. Once again, <clears throat> and he's gonna try and break free of the whole person. Fifteen. No. That's it. Oh. 
Comes up with his axe. It is the end of his turn. It's the end of his turn. He can't make an attack on this This is bad. We're fine. Should, should have backed We're away. Fun. Attacks no longer have so advantage close. on the creature for those. Um, yep. Okay. Orb is up. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna use. Fuck! I just want to stay far away from this douche. Yeah, I'm just gonna use a uh, ray of frost again. Okay. Uh. 18 to hit. Okay. Oh, come on. Uh, so movement speed also slowed by 10. Okay. Six damage. Six damage. Great. Very good. <laughs> sort of crackling up his arm here in the heat of the desert. You can see it kind of steaming a little bit. Uh, and now, how close is everybody to him? Like, if I if I close some ground, am I still am I going to be like the closest? Well, Graven's closest. Uh-huh. Um, I You're mean, Erlin's. She's 10 feet behind you. Okay. Erlin's at your spot. Okay. And Saphira's significantly further back because she was able to shoot. She's at 110 feet away. Okay, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna stay where I am then. Okay, uh, okay I'm done. Next up. is Erland. All right, so you are 40 feet. Yeah. Um. How far are you? 40 feet. Uh, just means I can't run in and run out. Um. <laughs> Your favorite. Fuck. Okay. Cool. Uh, Erlen's gonna, I'm 40 feet away from this guy. Graven, are you in melee range with him? Yes. You are. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna run up to him, and I'm actually gonna pull out, uh, my darts. I'm gonna pull out a poison dart that okay. I had poisoned earlier. And I'm gonna kind of jump and try and stick it right into the side of his neck. <laughs> uh, great. What, when was the dart poisoned? I poisoned it on the way to the camp, I believe. Uh, that will have dried by now. Oh, it dries? Yes. Oh, 24 hours. No, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, poisoned weapons dry after 24 hours. Oh no, can I take that back? Yes. yes. Great. Thinking about his darts going, <laughs> oh, they're so dry! <laughs> um, so that's just like spent then. The venom's like spent on that yeah. period. Mm-hmm. That fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, great. I mean, if you if you had like it was it a vial or something? It was in a vial, and I had like yeah. So it didn't did it use up all the? I think he, we decided you, know, you can poison yeah, three it, darts. Yeah, there. yeah, you're right. It absorbs it. So yeah, that's spent. Yeah. <sighs> Pulling out my quarter staff, <laughs> feeling all sorts of sadness. <laughs> I'm gonna just try and go right for the decap. All right, make us Ooh, your modifiers. <gasps> Nat twenty. <gasps> yeah. So. That does yes. double the dice. Eight plus three. Eleven bludgeoning damage. Nice. Nice. So you're running, give a good push, and then you can see it kind of <clears throat> hit into his skin a little bit with the lack of armor. You really see you see the bruise like immediately start to form on the broken skin. Oh god. Then I'm using uh need to make sure I don't screw this what? up. Thinking about. It. Oh, I don't know. He's very. <laughs> Why are you working alone? I'm gonna leave him alone. He's been like researching. I know. I'm letting this boy be. He's reading. He's typing. I Is this like the hangover gift where like all the equations? <laughs> <are> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If I explain it. <laughs> if I tell him one more time, I don't mean to harm him. But yeah, that's it. That's what like we out of the We mean you no harm! Okay. <laughs> Since I was badly all... translated from giant. Yes. There is no word for we don't you mean to harm. Exactly. Yeah. You can no longer make fun of me for no one needs to die here because, listen. <laughs> Alright, everyone, what are we doing? Uh, I'm going to use the. He's, he scares me. I'm going to use the. I'm going to use a key point and use. Um, I want to make sure I get the right one here. 
patient defense. I'm going to go in and then sort of take Great. advantage. Take a defensive stance. Great. You do so. Uh, that's the turn. Okay. Okay. After rolling, it's here. Oh, okay. I'm going to try to <laughs> run up as to get as close as I can. So, so another 30 would be 180. And are you running more than that? It takes an action to get further than 80 feet away. Uh, no. So does 80 feet, I still have disadvantage with this bow? It's 60 and 120, yeah. Okay, then we're going to scratch this bow, and we're going to take out our regular bow. Okay, so that does take an action to put one away and take a new one out. Oh, shoot, that's right. Oh! (laughs) Fine, I will do the disadvantage, we'll see. Okay, so you're at 80 feet, and you're firing at this bow. I believe in you. Oh, that's not good. That's worse. It's not gonna hit. Oh, now I have to do math again. Oh god. Okay. Twelve to hit. That misses. Yeah. So once again, spear <laughs> running forward. She takes another arrow out of her quiver. Uh, fires it. Isn't able to get him. Wait, is your modifier still plus seven, or did it get raised when we leveled up? It's um my modifier for seven. this. She had an upper dexterity. I think your modifier is the same. It's the same. That's yeah. what I meant. Mm-hmm. Just checking. Yep. It's five plus. Yeah. It's, yep. it's seven. Okay. And I still miss. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. okay. I'm not doing it. Right then. Uh, so Spear's 80 feet away now. Um, great. Uh, a grappled creature's movement is zero, but they can make attacks, right? Yes. That's the difference between like that and paralyzed. And if I, let's say, tried to grapple him, it would be, again, an athletics contest. It would be a contest to check, yes. Alright, I'm going to try to. Uh, I'm gonna uh, cast a, a guided bolt right in his, between his eyes. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I'm what? I'm gonna have to fly off. Can't reach anywhere. It's a um, range spell attack. Okay. Okay. Okay, I have a new modifier for. Yeah! yeah. Come on, modifier. Uh, 22. <gasps> yes. That's. Um, yes. so it's yes. 4d6, yes. I think. 4d6? Yeah, baby. I literally yeah. 4d6, and I'm like, oh, he's gone. 4d6. <laughs> Light him on fire. No, 4d6. That's it, we're out of here. Please. I need to keep running. Uh, 7. <laughs> plus 8. 7 plus 8 is 15. 15, So correct. 15 yeah. radiant damage, and the next attack roll made against him before the end of my next turn has advantage. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes. So I, I hit him with like this red light no. in the face. And it like blasts him and yeah. then he sort of reels back at the light sort of pouring forth from your hand. Yeah. Great. Okay. Uh, top of the line up easy. Bizarre. Okay, I'm 50 feet away. So, yes. But if I use the dash, then I'm done. You can't attack with that, yes. Unless, Unless you I use my actions. I can't ever <laughs> say it. And put, it's put, put a nice pause action. between action and surge. Surge. There we go. Excellent. There we go. I, I, I do like action surge. <laughs> I love an action surge. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna do that. Okay. Because I mean, again. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets all the way up to him. She sort of summons the extra strength to make an attack. And go is ahead. it with advantage? It is with advantage. Yes. It is. And it's a new modifier. Man, oh my god. Oh god. Come on. 23 to hit. That hits. Roll for damage. Nice. Look at this level. Yeah. <laughs> Except for someone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh, nine damage. Nine damage. Great. 
She sort of comes in with an extra oh, swing, whoosh, whacks him with the flail. Oh, it's gonna be, he's, he's a beefy boy. Excellent. I'm gonna just brace myself for whatever's coming right now. <laughs> so Berlin, Graven, and Bizarre are all now within melee range of him. Okay. Uh, it's the Goliath now. Great. Do we get any advantage for like encircling him like that? It, there, there's optional rules about flanking that we haven't okay. really so much been playing right. with. It's a little iffy because so many different creatures sort of react differently. Right. It's something we might look into for now. We're, we're, we're not encircling him. So he sort of takes a couple of strikes, takes the hit from Erlen, smash from Mazara, and he once again <clears throat> swings the axe around. And before he sort of picks a target and brings it down, oh. he looks at Graven. Coward! And he whoosh, he's gonna attack Graven. He's gonna use his multi-attack and attack you twice. Ooh. Uh, that is a 12 to hit. Yes. And that is a 21 to hit. Uh, warding Flare again. Nice. That is a natural one. So once again with the flash of light, swings and he isn't able to hit you. <laughs> I, like, um, I actually gained one yes. when we leveled up, so I now have three per one. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. They come in very useful, as you see. <laughs> Unable to find a target. That's the end of the last turn. Sort of stays eyes locked with Graven. Thank goodie, goodie, goodie. Okay. Orba is, is me. Uh, 45 feet away? Uh, I think you're only 40 feet away. I think you're 40 feet. Is there a place that I can place Thunder Wave without hitting anybody in melee distance of the Goliath. No, because basically Erland and Bazaar are between you and the Goliath, because they've run up to him on the other side. Okay, that makes sense. Got it. You could not hit Graven, but you would definitely hit Erland and Bazaar. That's fine. I don't need to do that. I'm not dying to hit them today. Uh, Thank I'm, you. Gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to cast... They're not moving, though, is the problem. <sighs> no, I... I Ray of Frost just isn't going to be helpful with the slow. Uh, I'm going to cast Chill Touch, just in okay. case I guess he takes out a healing potion or something. Um, here we go. That's a 17 to hit. That hits. Okay, a d8. Four damage. Okay. A necrotic. Okay, great. And can't regain. So a spectral hand comes out and you see it kind of siphon some of the life from him and he can't heal for it until his end of his next turn. Correct? Until my next turn. Until your next turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm going to get, now that everybody's there, I'm going to get within 30 feet of okay, him. Move up so, 10 feet. Sure. Yeah. Alright, uh, next is Erlen. It's Erlen, you're up. Okay, I'm just going to swing around with another quarter staff attack. Let's go for the other nade. Sure. <laughs> oh. Uh, th- ooh, 15 to hit. That hits. Roll for damage. That is 7 bludgeoning damage. 7 bludgeoning damage, damage. Oh. great. Give him a good thwack on the other we knee. Go, go. See his How legs build balls there and they're feeling crippling. What is happening? Well, he's with Graven. Uh, I'm going to use a key point and use Flurry of Blows to use two unarmed strikes. preoccupied with you. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eight, d- eight to hit. That misses. I love picturing Erlen trying to punch this guy. That's amazing. Uh, thank you. Uh, 18 to hit. That does it. Uh, that does. Oh, my numbers are different now. Sorry. Uh, five bludgeoning damage. Right. And he can't take a reaction until the end of his next turn. Okay. Nice. So I'm gonna. Oh, I can't run away. So I'm gonna step back twenty feet. Okay. Sure. Uh, because then I can still get him at. Yeah, twenty feet. Sort of hit him at one of his kind of weak points on the body, and you see him kind of flinch. He has to kind of shake off the effects of it. Great. Okay. okay, 
Okay, so Everyone's up. I'm gonna run another 30 feet. Another 30 feet. Now you're 50 feet away. <sighs> yes, and now I can fire uh, regularly. End of and I'll probably watch me still miss. Wait, I'm gonna use my die even though it's been failing. Natural one. <laughs> Once again. Shoots By now the Goliath's standing there and there's like arrows sticking in the ground all around. Hasn't moved an inch either. I'm never firing this bow again. Okay. you good? You done? No, I'm not good. Decidedly bad. Graven. Uh I'm gonna point a finger at him. Hear death. Um, <laughs> toll the dead for the first Yay! time. Yeah. Toll and try my, my new spell. So right, that's right, a... Points a figure and you hear kind of a... That's wisdom cool. saving throw wisdom for him. Saving. Okay. Are you going to have a sound cue for toll the dead? That's right. 16. Damn it, he saves. <laughs> oh. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the dong really far in the distance. <laughs> yeah. That's a little bit. Come on. Uh, can I... Can I tell that he can't make a reaction? You'll, we'll say you're familiar with Erlen's attacks yeah. enough to know that. All right. Um, I'm gonna like step away from him in the direction away from those guys as well, and kind of like come to me. Like, away from like away where from there. Sure. Yeah, yep. and like bring him. Yeah. Like, How far do you want to back up? My chest at him. Uh, <laughs> Fifteen feet. Okay. okay. You do so. Top of lineup, easy. All right, I'm gonna go. So 15 feet, or no, that Graven moved 15. Sorry, yeah, you're right I'm there. Still, yep. Yeah, I'm right there. I'm gonna go for him right in the, right in the gut. Right in the shots? Oh, never mind. Yeah, well, maybe we'll Twixt the cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a natural one, but I'm gonna roll again. Yes. Uh, Lucky. Lucky. Still not gonna <laughs> hit him. It's only a 10. That misses. Great, so whoosh, 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 swings, and now that Graven has kind of stepped back, he sort of turns his attention and ducks out of the way of your flail. That's it. Staying there. Yeah, I'll stay there. Great. Once again, Goliath. He like bangs the battle axe against his chest. He's gonna run after Graven, so that's two attacks of opportunity here. Oh yeah. Oh, you were not next to him. Yes, Bizarre gets an attack. Uh, 19 to hit. That hits. Nice. Yeah. Uh, eight bludgeoning. Eight bludgeoning damage. Great. Mm-hmm. You, the, the, the damage is seeping in. You can see a number of kind of marks and cuts on his body, but he <laughs> limps uh. towards Graven a little bit. It, sorry, was it seven? Eight? Eight. It's eight damage. Great. I'm and he goes up to Graven. Uh, how far did you back up? 15 feet? 15? Oh, God, I gave him enough to get a You did ch- not give him enough. Yes. Oh, I knew <laughs> I was, he needs I a 20 if, foot wind up yeah. to charge. I, I didn't know, but I figured that if I gave him a lot, he'd be able to charge. Yeah. Right, so he comes at you and he's just going to make multi attack. <laughs> one swing and then one the other. That is a 23 <gasps> to hit. Warding flare. <laughs> Another flash. What bite. happens if you go down? That is a 17 to hit. That hits. Uh, this is still a first strike, okay. Uh, that is... Fifteen slashing damage. That's just the first attack. That's the first attack. Ooh, I see. Wow. What will the second attack And that is a twenty-two to hit. That will also hit. You take thirteen slashing damage. Wait. <laughs> and Graven kind of puts a shield up, but... Thirteen, you said? It. Yep. And then he comes back the other way. Yeah. That's the end of his turn. Okay. That is not even. Graven's like. <sighs> <sighs> okay, 
It's Orba. Mm-hmm. How far am I from the Goliath now? So he ran up to Graven. Jesus. You were 30, 30, and then Graven ran 15 away, and he went 15, so 45 feet away. Uh, okay, but nobody else is around him but Graven, right? Except Graven is the only one within melee range of him, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, is there a way to place, God, Thunderwave... So that he is pushed away from Graven ten feet. Here's, we'll do this. Okay, sorry. Spheres further back, that's okay. Um, do this, so we can see this grid. Spheres further back. So Graven back here with... Let's give him a little guy here. Is that what I want to do? Big Barbarian looking dude. There we go. That's what we're doing with Graven. Oh, wow. Oh, it's, um... Jillian, I think that we used that Jillian. Yeah, we use that so now we have a new um, Jillian. How could you? Yeah. So that was fifteen. So uh, early. I only have so many good minis. Bizarro, it's like Deirdre's here in spirit. Oh. Uh, so Bizarro was right up next to him, and then Erlen went was 10, twenty feet away. 15, 20 here, and then Orba was what thirty? What do we say? Thirty feet? Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. This is where you were. Great. So okay. So also, <laughs> am I in the way too? If she shoots a straight line, but I don't think that's her no. plan at the moment. So, is this five feet? That's five feet. Here? Yeah. Okay, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Okay, is there a five, ten? No. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. If I'm here and I. It's a 15-foot cone or something? 15-foot cube. Uh, so, would it? he go like. It would push him, but that's still gonna hit Graven. Right. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And it's what, 15 feet? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so this 15. 5, 10, 15, yeah. And it would push him diagonal, like a little out of melee? Yeah, because if you targeted it this way, yeah. Um, Yes, it would put. How far does it push him? Ten feet. Yeah, it would push him there, theoretically. Okay, it's a constitution saving throw. Is the one thing. I knew! He's got a hair constitution. I knew <laughs> he's got a hair constitution. But he's not smart. Uh, but I really don't want you to get bonked. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna cast Thunderwave at a level two. Okay. Constitution saving throw? Constitution saving throw. 24. Okay. Takes half damage, though, yes. Yeah. <laughs> just doesn't get pushed. Yes, he, he just does doesn't get pushed. pushed. So 3d8. Okay. 7, 11, 15 damage. 15 damage? I make a big yes. boom. So 15, half of 15, is that what you're saying? No, I did. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. Yeah, okay, 15, halved, 7. 7 damage, sorry. That's okay, that's okay. Uh... And then, bonus action, but I'm not, I'm not, I said, uh, uh, no, I'm done. Great. You hear the kind of cacophonous, and he flinches a little bit from the overwhelming sound, but he's able to resist the effects of its sort of concussive force. Okay, it's Erland. Okay. Uh, I'm what, 20 feet away from him now? 10, 15, 20 feet away, yep. Great, so I'm gonna run, and as I'm sort of passing BZ, I'm gonna say, distract him, halfling! And I'm gonna run. That's what I was going to do. 
<laughs> uh, and I'm gonna sort of slide and give him a hit to the back of the ankles with the quarter staff. Ooh! Oh, 20! Wow. Why is that? I'm rolling that the next time. 14, 17 bludgeoning damage. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that's how it's done. Oh so Erlen running past slides through the kind of dirt and like gets it right into his Achilles and watches as his legs sort of Achilles. buckles. And he falls, and the Goliath falls right next to Erlen, so we're like lying next to each other. Oh, wow. <laughs> and when his last kind of breath, he kind of looks over in Graven's direction, dazed as he's slumping down. He... Coward. Falls face first. Is everyone okay? Raven? I must heal. Please. I'm just gonna kind of like take a few steps away and. Conjure up a, um, a cure wounds on myself. Okay. Since I'm already Can lying I... next to him, oh, I was going to uh, say, going to sort of yeah. look at him and just give him a quick pat down while we're lying next Don't to each other. Oh, the oh, Goliath. To do the pat you guys can both give me both. <laughs> yeah, both of you give me investigation checks. He always makes it to the creature before me. Sneaky. Investigation. Mm-hmm. Eight. Looks like I've got some more stuff. 18. So I was getting a well, Bizarra finds the good <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So you, you put him down. He, it's very smart. He's, it's, he seems to be confident in his ability to sort of hunt and travel without bringing much stuff with him. There isn't a lot on him. The great axe is obviously there by his side, having dropped it. Halfling with a great axe? <laughs> There's a very small pouch with just some meager items. There's a flint and steel that looks like it was for sort of lighting fire. There's a water skin. And there is a rolled up note that will say that Bazara finds, given her sort of... <laughs> Given her love of notes. I have so many notes. We already have flint and water skins, yeah. Yes, you have. You each have a water skin. You is definitely food? Have uh, there is a There's a little bit of dried meats that he has on him. Enough for one meal for one person. Like, he just has a little bit for himself. Didn't sound like a travel I'll put that in my bag. Dried meats for one. And this is the note. Well, she's I'll, like, I'll sort of like, I'll fill up like my water skin with sure. his water. Take a little extra water. Sephira kind of... Can Orba just stand next to... Let's very far away. away. Is that business? <laughs> what did you find, Halfling? I assume I see her. Yeah, right you, now. Yeah. you see her. Here, take it out. Um, uh, did you heal for yourself already? I uh, yeah, did, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> well... Looks like he was on his own hunting missions. Um, a chul. Chul, yep. Chul. One that he found probably for some sort of gold at the Cove of the Main. The Displacer Beast he found in the West Shocky Mountains. That is what is in that cart. Oh, brilliant. Well, sorry. I mean, that's great. And there's one more. A Bodak. Nolan's Woods Burial Ground. Did he already? Did he already kill those other things? The two, yes, the last one. They're Not yet. Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, hmm. um, give me the two people native to Antisuya, Bazaar, and Graven. Give me a uh, survival. Uh, give me a nature check. Sorry. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, nine. Nine. Graven's familiar with tools as a creature. They're sort of a very large crustacean. They live in sort of shallow waters. They're sort of hard shells, like oversized, you know, lobster-looking kind of creatures. Um, that they, they can be very sort of damaging to the local fish population and stuff because they sort of come in and, and take over an area. And then give me a history check as well. Sure. Fifteen. 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 Fif
Just me? Yep. Six. And the Bodak does not sound familiar to you. Not familiar with Bodak. Where's the Bodak? Nolan's Woods? Nolan's, Nolan's Woods, Woods Burial, Burial Ground. And you guys would both know where, certainly where the Cove of the Main is. Do you have your map? Does someone have their map on them? The big one? Yeah. yeah. You're good. I think it's also on the small map. Where did I put it? I think I stuck it. Yeah. Somewhere safe. <laughs> so many papers. Oh, you have the nice map. <sighs> so up at the top, up at the very, very top where the land like curls over in the top left corner. Yep. That little body of water right there, that's the Cove of the Main. Yep, wow. right there where you're pointing. That's the Cove of the Main. That's the Cove of the Main. That's where, where the tool killed. was. Sorry, Matt, number 12? Uh, is it numbered? Yeah. Is it numbered, Anthony? I don't it know. It says that 12. One. Okay, yeah, yep. 12 is that's the Cove of the Main. I didn't know if the bodies of water were numbered. And we're over here. Yeah. You're Should further south than that. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah we're, we're way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, one, that green one that you pointed to, Graven would know this, is Nolan's Woods. That middle green one. Yep. This one. That middle patch of green. Yep. Oh. Right south of? No, right north of here. Oh, yeah, we're in these mountains yeah. here. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we're down here. No one feels Bodak, displays her beast. Okay. Well, I don't know where he was taking the beast, but I know where his next stop was. Is there a chul in the... Did you see a chul as well in the in the cart there? I didn't get a chance to take a long look, but we could look again. I'm going to walk over to the cart. It has, like, a little flat me sort of... Fling it open now that you're getting a better look. It's just the displacer beast. You see sort of the matted black fur. It doesn't look like it was killed today. It's a little mangy, has a little stench to it. Um, but you see kind of the limp tentacles kind of curled over its body, sort of large protruding teeth. I'm gonna go back over to, did somebody take the ax or is it still there? It's on the ground. I, I don't yes. think I'm gonna go. You can take. Go to pick up the axe. Sure. Do I see any markings or anything on you it don't. that I recognize? No. no. It seems fairly well crafted, but it doesn't have like the mark of a particular. <coughs> uh, okay. Um, kind of feel the. Yeah. Do you want? You can it? sort of have the stats for it. Ooh. Um, I could carry that around. Uh, yes, small creatures and smaller get disadvantage on heavy weapons, and this is a heavy class weapon, so you would not be able to wield it uh, effectively. So it's uh, it's it requires two hands. So if you were to take it out, it would take an action to take your shield out. You would lose the AC from your shield if you're wielding this yeah, with two hands. Got it. However, it does one d12 slashing damage <gasps> plus wow. your strength on a hit. D12 plus strength modifier. Yep. Mod- uh, slashing. Um, I'll get the horses. Nerd's is gonna start um, jogging, running towards the horses. This cart is going to be difficult to bring anywhere. I wonder if I. We can strap it to the back of the horses, maybe. Well, no, I wonder if I if I just remove the head and maybe a tentacle or two, if that would prove that this is. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, for getting the bounty, I think that'd be fine, right? They just need it dead. It's not like they're gonna cook up its mate. It's pretty big. A horse would not be able to carry two passengers plus the full body of the displacer beast, though. I say... We're already down to two horses for five people, which is... Uh, yes. Now that that one horse is dead, yes. I say just a piece of... Who is he? What, What? Did you get to talk to him at all before? I mean, what happened? He was... unreceptive. What do you mean? I tried to find out where he was coming from, where he was going. All I could find out was that this is the displacer beast. I guess that's all that really matters now. 
So if you... I'm going to try to get the beast maybe up on the edge of the cart so that the head is... Sure. Yeah, I'm going to help there. him. If you can help it. Yeah, it, it takes a moment, but you guys work your way through and it. And I can kind of hold, before. you know. Um, yeah. Maybe step back. Yeah. Uh, take a step back. You're using the new axe. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Uh, <laughs> it's appropriate. Yes, bring it down. It has a good weight to it. And it mostly slices through. It takes another kind of... And then you... Just getting used to it. I'm gonna go over <laughs> to the dead Goliath and like take his. He's wearing like a shirt or like a cloth. He wasn't even wearing a shirt. He has like oh. a. He's a pair of trousers. Like, <laughs> okay, you take his pants off. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna just wrap it around the head. What, how, what oh. are you gonna do? Oh. Did not know where you were going with that at all. I think that there's all. a sheet that was used to cover oh. it. Sheet that was covered. No, no, no. no. She took his pants. Off. <laughs> <laughs> I know she took his pants. Off. That is a fact. But uh, Raven holding the head sheet. is going to be. As she I was trying her. to be resourceful. Sorry. It's a big pair of pants. Might come and wrap something in it. I mean, yeah. um, I'll take the pants. I like. Uh, you see tiny, <laughs> tiny bizarre so go to his legs and like, <laughs> like pulling them up and he kind of <laughs> falls out of the pants. Um, I'm going to take a few of the tentacles so and with the blade kind of work off maybe two of the tentacles sure. from the beast. And then wrap all those things up in the so sheet. The head and two tentacles. The head and two tentacles are wrapped up in this sheet. It's, I mean, it's pretty big, but can I fit it in my bag or maybe tie uh, it to you'd my... Have to, you, yeah, you could, it, it'd be like, it's not as heavy as, but it'd be as big as the ram, so it won't fit in your bag. Okay, but you I'll could just... attach it to your backpack. Yeah, it'd be hanging off the side of it. So between my backpack, this bag of body parts, and the axe... <laughs> you're I mean, you're getting to slowed down territory. Okay. Mm. Uh, Sephira? Yeah. You ever eat horse? Oh, um... Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Sephira kind of walks over to the horse and starts preparing it to eat. Okay. It's a rattle check, sort of cutting up the, the, the good parts of the salad. Can we cook it? Um, yeah. You have advantage on some rattle checks. Oh, that's right. Are our horses still there? No, we're not. Well, yeah, back where you guys are. Um, Monstrous. The two that are yeah. I mean, we'll say you sort of hack off enough pieces, you sort of are able to identify some of the good parts to eat. It's enough for probably a day's rations for the group. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to sort of make, once I've sort of prepared the meat, I'm going to sort of make my way around, try to find some firewood, see sure. if we can't prepare the meat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's some sort of dry single trees kind of. Are you guys like making camp here? Is that what can't you're getting? Can't Raven light anything on fire? We have, you can make fire. Yeah. 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 There's dried skates. I mean, if you guys are like making a fire, I was just there, gathering can. some kindling. Sure. You do, you do something. That's easy enough. Uh, have I returned with the horses yet? Sure. So you are leading back the two horses that remain. Should we eat and then continue? Well, one of us is going to have to walk, I think. There's only two horses, so we'll have to slow our pace significantly. Or we just have somebody do a light jog and we rotate who's riding horses. Uh, yes, I, I, yes, I just oh, yeah. one person has to be on foot. Yes. Do you oh. think there's any value in seeing if we can slay the last beast? That's rather far away. I think that's a s- we need to go to Mokumo before a, we set off I mean, on maybe, anymore. But s- several days journey to get to that other place. That's true. I wish they had the bounty on that one. We could at least determine, you know, how maybe, worth it it might be. Maybe in Mokumo they'll have an update at the Broken Crown. If we're moving... Perhaps a conversation for later. I don't know where anyone else is going, but if any of us are traveling north, perhaps they could take that. Whether we all go together is, I suppose, up for debate. 
And as you guys are all kind of taking a look at the note, you're all sort of leaning over, sort of looking at the names on it. You do also notice two things, and it is that way, although the rip is pretty clean. It's ripped on two sides, the right and bottom sides. It looks like it might have been part of a bigger list that he tore a certain mm. portion off of. Oh. And is it like scrawled? Is it well? <laughs> uh, it's hard to tell that. I mean, it's not like barely legible, okay. but. He didn't like, write it. Famously it's written like, like five year olds. You don't know that for sure. It's not written in giant, it's written in common. Oh, was he yelling at Graven in giant that whole yes. time? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. You don't know that he only speaks giant, but it was yeah. not, the note was not written in giant. So there must be more creatures out there that people are looking for. Well, there's bounties all across the land, I suppose. There's bounties. He was you know, truly a bounty hunter. This actually, actually, this is excellent news overall. We can... This is our excuse. This is our excuse. We're bounty hunters. We tore this off of somewhere. Leave that part out. But we're, we're looking for bounties, and we found the displacer beast. I'll be sure not to lose it. Perhaps we should tear it again. Take off that top part. If anybody asks about our oh. slaying of the chul, we won't have to answer for that. That's a good point. You don't think there'd be anyone looking for him, you know, do you? I imagine he works alone. Worked. Well, Alright, well, I guess so that's lucky for us then. Toss that top portion in. Has Fear made the fire yet, or? I, um, I don't think she was making no, fire. Was, she was, was gathering, gathering oh, for a yeah. future camp. Well. Also, a little bit of a morbid <laughs> spread. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Really good. John Andrew and our A little bit of a morbid thought, but before we encounter any further danger, should we share at least some major bullet points of what we've taken away from the camp? I, is there any, I mean, as curious as I am, is there any use to that before we... Well, I would think so. What if you two go missing, or if we go missing, or get separated? Right, let's know when you go missing. I, hang on, why is that your point? I think we're going to stick together. Well, no, if something happens to Vera, then we know the whole story. We've already gotten into combat. If, the, okay. if, the, if any of us have news and one of us goes down... That's what I mean. All right, fine. Well, then, uh, well, then let's set up camp uh, here, I guess. Let's just midday. Yeah, it's, a, it's past midday. It's like a, into the afternoon. And it, it, where you are right now, again, is sort of this like mesa area. It's not a ton of like, it's pretty right. just hilly. It's not a lot. There's not some really somewhere to hunker down. Well, I didn't mean, could, like but... ride away necessarily, maybe tonight or as we ride the horses yes, or something. Perhaps on the en route to Mugmu while we're riding, we ride close and compare notes, as it were. Sure. I'll say about if we wanted to eat and talk, but we could do we it. We should save. Way. Use the daylight while we have it, perhaps. Sure. I'll take the first round on foot. Are you sure? How are you feeling? I'm all right. Okay. Do you want me to hold the head well on the horse so you don't have to carry it? Oh yes, bags. You could strap it to the saddle. Yeah. You know, if it's just that. <laughs> yep, it's a little damp at the bottom. I think a pair of pants can fix. That's actually true. Hey, use for the pants. Uh, I guess I was next to the horse, so I'll hop up on one and then we can So Graven's walking. Um, and who's with Erlen there? Um, <laughs> Graven takes out his oh, smartphone. Oh, but do you want to ride with me? Sure. Well, 
Great, you guys are moving now, you know, at a slower pace to so make sure you don't get too far ahead of Graven. Mm -hmm. And your trek through Shocky Mountains continues. And you start to move along, and it's almost certainly not the original path that you took that Jillian kind of guided you through on your way to the camp. But there's enough familiarity in the terrain that you're hopeful that you're not, you know, drastically off course. And at this point, unless you wish to avoid it, a few hours pass. It starts to get late. It's getting to be time to maybe start looking for signs of Josco's bridge, perhaps by heading to the canyon, the wide canyon that it spans, and following the gorge in either direction, looking for the point of crossing. But with the sun setting, it's becoming more and more likely, you realize, that you may need to make one more camp before you reach that point, before you reach the lift, unless you want to travel partially through the night. I'll leave that guy that up to you guys. It's starting to get dark now, sun a little beginning to set. You guys have rode, ridden through the area a little bit. And now the, and you remember this from before, like Safira and Jillian had their conversation kind of up on that little area when they were looking out toward the Hoscoop Meadow. The, the terrain's a little rockier now, it goes up a little higher, which in some ways makes it harder to see your surroundings, but provides better coverage. I mean, you could sort of make a little camp and you wouldn't be so visible from such a far distance. But it seems like we've kind of traversed the last sip and we're Oh, you're well past there. that, yeah. But like, so like we got around that thing that we were trying to and we're mm -hmm. back in sort of familiar-ish yes. territory. You imagine that you're sort of not at the calluses, but sort of passing through that area where you knew the calluses generally were, so. Well, do you think we should eat, rest up, and start again while we have some cover here? Yeah. If we're near the calluses, we should proceed with caution, lest we're found by some lack of food you renegades. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Do we think there's any value in pushing through until we get to Josco's, no matter the hour? Um, if not, that's fine. I just wasn't sure. I'm good either way. You also don't know exactly how long that will be. Yeah. I say we rest stop. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Orbit hears it. But maybe we make camp. I'm gonna dismount, tie up the horse. Right. Um, Give me the survival checks for everybody. Advantage for Sephira. What check? Survival check. I'm rolling. Have you rolled over I... 10 today? No. I don't think I have. <laughs> what? Why are you still using that die? I, it's not the die. It's just Throw it out that window now. Nine. Uh, what am I doing? Twelve. Sorry. Survival. Survival. Five. Eight. We're gonna die, Seven. guys. We <laughs> <laughs> You walk right off the edge of the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> we light the fire. You guys and somewhere coming. You know, luckily with the kindling that Sphere already got, you don't have to go way out of your way to kind of gather sticks for a fire. You do find a little sort of area that has some walls around you that makes it so not so out in the open. You do take a moment to look around, possibly for berries, mushrooms, anything that might be able to forage. You are not able to find anything like that. Sure. I'm gonna start cooking up the horse sure. meat. So a little moment here at night as you all kind of finally have a, a meal that isn't sort of hard tack and your stomach's sort of grumbling from not having a full meal, but you sit and you have a moment here. Thank you, Safira. Yeah. Okay, so who starts? Well, I believe yeah. I have the who, the what, uh -huh. the how, and the where. The only thing I don't have is the why. You're going to have to be a little more specific. Actually, I'll well, sure. show you a lot more specific. Yes, sure, but I just wanted to uh, uh, begin with an introduction, I suppose. Okay. In order to sit <laughs> Takes down. Takes our notes. Uh, yeah, she's gonna sit down with her horse. 
Okay, so oh, gosh. as the Goliath and, 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 and Bizarre were searching the lab, I was trying to find an exit route, and in doing so, I found this small office with a locked drawer. Inside the drawer was a journal, a, a big journal, a very long journal, and I managed to transcribe a little bit of it, you know, the key points, um, and I'm... I'm fairly certain it was written by the man who um, at least leads the scientific discoveries of the camp. So, I don't know how to begin this, really. There's a lot. Okay. You don't know who the person is. No, I didn't get the name of the man who wrote the journal, but I got a lot of other names. Good. Okay. Again, you don't have to like read the whole thing if you want to just, not in orbit, just relay what you want to relay to them. Uh, not as Orba? Is you can. Mean? Yes, I just didn't want to make you like recap literally every little detail right. if you don't wish to. Uh, okay, speed read. Uh, Orba's going to read fast. Okay, so uh, there's a man named Maurice who is one of the big organizers of the camp. There was also somebody named Normania who I mentioned to the Rudiran elves. He was a, a strange Rudiran elf who seemed to have um, sold out this land without the Rudiran's express permission. Normania, yes, sounds familiar, Erland. I know, I see your eyes lighting up and I'm not even looking at you. Um, uh, one line I would like to just highlight and not brush over is, I wish Master Grimari was here. And I don't know why, but that is written. Um, it's a shame that things turned out the way they did. And I don't know why. A falling out. Perhaps. He's had a number of those. There's many mentionings of Grimari and his work in this entire journal. But Grimari was... Grimari was there. It's implied that at some point he was involved in whatever theories that this camp is trying to execute, um, but is no longer assisting. And I don't know. Okay, so... Uh, the Wall of Force, and she explains the science behind the Wall of Force sure. that it's being held by. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's sort of tough yes. to sort of grasp any of those sort of specifics of the spell, but you understand that they, you know, using the mic and an extract have a way to sustain the, the Wall of Force. Yes. Genius. <laughs> yes, it's quite clever, I must admit. Um, and they are using quartz, which is how you found many, many crates of quartz in the camps. Um, not as nice as diamonds, they're being a little cheap. Um, and then. Let's see. Oh, the Lemonade Man? Yes, he is a distributor and his name is Duffy Geis. Oh, I see why he goes by a moniker. That's a ridiculous name. Um, The the owner of this journal mentions his disdain for the light whistles um, and mentions the curiosity or concern that his Disdain for the light whistles is going to affect the relationship of the camp. Do you do you believe the so going back to the Wall of Force? Oh yes. Do they only speak of the Wall of Force on on the river? Is that because we encountered a Wall of Force in Brickrock? Uh, yes, we did, but it was not a self-sustaining Wall of Force. Somebody cast it. This is a self-sustaining spell that needs no caster. Right. It needs to be maintained. But nobody is actively expelling magical energy to We perhaps saw um, underneath, we were underneath the wall of force. We, we Jillian Sophia and I, we entered a um, silo of sorts that seemed to be pumping. It seemed to house the mechanism that kept the wall, you know, the wall. Yes. Of none, of, none of us are magic users, so we weren't able to investigate it fully, but that did seem to be the sort of source of this. We actually did see. Um, 
uh, mineral crushers. So perhaps they were taking the corpse that you speak of, crushing them in this silo, mm-hmm. and then there was a, a, a caged wall that we couldn't get through. Okay. Um, yes, it seems like if you keep the water in motion, it agitates the myconid extract that is in it, and therefore keeps activating over and over again the wall of force. Um, also, uh, is there anything in there about? I mean, what what's what's their their plan? What are they making? What are they trying to do? Well, I'm I'm getting there a little bit. Um, uh, the, the, they also mentioned pockets. They have external locations, pockets. Um, one is the Festival of Omaso, one is in Burkrock, um, that we disturbed already. There's one in Tuktu and one in Mukmu. Pockets of what? Like a miniature where they, I mean, we've seen it. It's where they pump something into the ground, yes. Yes, but they're also using it to bring people in from the town, displaced people that are forgotten and will never be missed. They're performing experiments on people. So there's this thing called myconid concentrate, which is a, a, a form of myconid extract. It is a, it's a diversion from myconid extract. And Grimari theorized that myconid concentrate created withdrawal-like symptoms within hours as though you were a myconid extract addict for days or longer. So they were using this extract to reveal who was a certain type of person and how they reacted to the extract. And again, I don't know why, but there are three types. There's three types. Um, Type A symptoms were withdrawal-like symptoms, sweating, shaking, and nausea. Type B is memory loss and blackouts. And none of these things sound good, so what? Well, the, the thing was, it wasn't harmful to the person necessarily if they were experiencing these things. It's a traumatic experience, but afterwards they were okay. That's not what they're exactly getting at. Type C is blurred vision, thickness of blood, and quickly growing blackened fingernails. Well, we've seen that, yeah. Haven't we? In uh, Brickrock, didn't we? The fingernail clippings, yes. So those were people that were dosed with extract then? Concentrate. Concentrate, yes. Sure. Um, so there's three types, and they are looking for two of them. They're looking for B's and C's um, for some kind of implementation to take hold. That is how they phrased it. Okay. Did they create concentrate, or is that...? It seems like it was another invention of Gormari's. They don't explicitly say it, but Gormari is the father of these theories, is what I'm imagining. Well, he's... Uh, No, Gormari clearly is the founder of this underground group that he's radicalizing to take myconid extract so that he can use... People who are disenfranchised to, I don't know, I mean, be I will a part say, of a fucking experiment. Grimari's ideas behind Mike and Extract weren't always nefarious. He and his associates were trying to do great things with it. So then is that the falling out with him and the, the, the camp? Is that, what, it's too nefarious sure. now? At what point do you draw the line? Well, they were using it to hopefully, uh, somebody once mentioned, grow back limbs and whatnot. They were trying possibly to help people and... Other people discovered other uses. So they're bringing sort of forgotten people via these uh, transportation circles that we found and bringing them to the camp mm-hmm. to administer this concentrate on. They're, I believe, administering it on location where they are taken. And then if they are confirmed the B's or C's, that is when they are then teleported to the camp, the we main s- camp. We saw one of the circles. We... we 
Uh, we we went past a room with a transportation circle as well on oh, the way yes. to the surface shaft. Oh, yes, it must have been the same one. It must have been. It must have been after us. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> we were definitely in there. Um, so, so type Bs and Cs are who they were looking for, and it's relatively low. Um, let's see. The mall affairs are backing, which I think we already kind of surmised, but they are the reason that they were able to afford getting some well, of these... it's good to have it in writing. Yes. That, are they... Are they putting any of the extract into the wine? What's that was not or mentioned. Is it, or is, is that where the money simply leads? I think well, it's I'm simply sure that money. Monica wouldn't allow that because if these side effects are part of you know what's going on, I don't think his customers would particularly like the fingernails were being there, blackened. And were there any other else. names other than Molifair that you recognized from in there? Uh, Besides Winston or <clears throat> uh, no, no mentioning of a Winston. Um, just Maurice. Um, uh, I know Tybalt was one of the scientists, Normania. Uh, hold on, I'm about halfway through. This journal also started two years ago, might I add. Two years ago? Yes, two years ago. Um, and up to two days ago. Uh, four days ago. Um, okay, so type B's and C's. They really like them. Um, samples of Mr. Gunnar's notes. Uh, members of the mall. Or we're sitting like. <laughs> <laughs> she has some. Notes. Oh yeah, gotcha. yeah. She doesn't have the actual. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. So there is a moment where they try to perform this implementation. He keeps using that word, but doesn't say exactly what they are looking for or how they are implementing it. But what I do know is that they are using spores to implement it, which is why you should never ever touch that hand, no matter what. What? Keep good track of don't that hand. touch. Mazar's like in the middle of throwing it. Yeah. Like, don't forget, I still have this with the cool hand. What are are these spores concentrate or? The spores are an entirely different entity. I, I I don't I don't fully know. It's just referred to as spores. I don't know if they're exactly Mike and it related. I'm not sure. Um. So implementing them to the people who are bees and C's or whatever uh, became grotesquely disfigured. It's very much sounding like they become those mutants. Those monsters. Yes, but that is not what they were looking for. That is not the 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 goal. That what is that is a failed experiment. Is the goal? I don't know. That's the, I said I don't have the why. I have everything else but the why. Did they ever succeed? Once, and it was only with a Type C. And Orvis looking at Erlen for that one. Erlen looks at Sephira and. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the outcome. I, who's when we were, You tell the story. I recognized someone, sort of, in the pens. Sort of. A childhood schoolmate of mine, except he was a mic in it. One with a fucking metal arm, no less, so I think I have an idea of why he took it. They're turning people into mic in there was only one. Like that's this. one possibility. That could. I, I'm not sure that that's exactly what they were going for because he was the only one. I mean, that's what I, she I, just I, said. I, that yes. they were. They succeeded. Once. Oh sure, but that's what they want. The yes. goal is to turn people into myconids, really? The number of times this journal says that the myconids are getting harder to find. It's incredibly lucrative. Did you see any others while you saw him? No, that's the thing. He was the only one, and sure, I, I guess it's possible that that's because it was successful and that's what they wanted, but. Did he look like the ones that we ran into during when we no, tried to escape? No, we found a pen full of the mutants. You said these type B experiments. Yes. We found in a pen of the mutants, and we found a pen containing one 
Mike in it that used to be a person. Okay. That, so Does Jillian know? Yeah, she was with us. I imagine that's why she us. tried to yeah. destroy the camp. She was with us. I'm sure it contributed, yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, oh, what does I, it say? <clears throat> what the one success looked like or exhibited? No, just said that it, it, would, it sounded like an immense victory for the camp, that he, they had gotten the that, one person, and they said that one other was on the way. Was it only humanoid experimentation? Was there any experi- experimentation on animals? No, no mentioning of animals. No, mm-hmm. why Can farm I, animals when you do can I farm Do I notice people? her looking at Erlen like that? Um, make a perception check. Nat 20. Oh. Sure, yeah. Um, Bora. Yeah. Well, you said one more is on the way. That's not what she looked at. Oh, just to be before. Clear. She oh, looked oh at I, did look at, I did look at him. Yeah, yeah, but okay, you were yeah, saying no, about that look. Other? Yeah, yeah, when she gave him the yeah, look, that was him, when she yeah. was talking about the type B and C candidates or type C candidates. Um, Ola? Yeah? I see you, um, sorry, looking towards Erlen. Do you think he knows something? When is I... For what? In what? When you're talking about there's type C's, so few. There was a man in Mukmu named Vaklov that you mentioned you were trying to help. I tried to save a man in Mukmu who was poisoned. I was told he was poisoned. You think he was one of these experiments? This is where I met Norm. Norm and I, you say? You're right, yeah. He had, this was before we had, this was before we had seen any of the mutants, actually. Mm-hmm. So, perhaps they're bringing Vaklov to, to the camp. I mean, the Lemonade Man did take Vaklov. You, we... Yes, that's my thinking. Not uh, a couple days into the journal, uh, uh, up till present, they mentioned that another one was on the way, and I couldn't help seeing that coincidence that it could be Vaklov. Um, I'm going to continue because there's still a lot more. Hold on. Um, so the type B's are now turning into mutants. Um, there was an argument about how the camp should move forward since the type C's were so rare. And the Lemonade Man wishes to pursue the, the mutants. They think it's a profitable business regardless of the fact that they're not sure if they can control them or not. Normanaya disagreed. They fought. And the Lemonade Man assaulted Normanaya and turned him into who we now know as Norm. So to be clear, they were selling these mutants? I think they're considering it, although at the moment I believe they're also trying to keep them as other I don't see why you wouldn't. I don't see why that wouldn't be, if anything, more lucrative than turning people into myconids. I don't understand why go to the trouble. There are certainly, there are probably more myconids, right, in the world. Can't you just harvest them? They're not. I think they are almost extinct. I think we have put them in danger. They're almost extinct, so... Also, there's... I mean, there's lots of people in the world, and less myconid. If you turn people into myconid, it balances out. No, I get the logic. Anyways, okay. So, Normania is now Norm, and that's what I told the Radiran elves, who seemed surprised by the news. Moving on. Okay. Oh, Type C's are the only ones. This is also something that Grimari had theorized. Like I said, there are the least common, these Type C's. Um, this is where it gets 
scary. This, this is, is where, where it gets, gets scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's taking them too long to identify people individually like they are right now. So what they have theorized is turning the the turning the concentrate into a gas, which it is not at the moment, pumping it into cities uh, underground, and then releasing it. And seeing who's Rick affected Rock, by it. The cemetery. Mo- yes. Miasma. Yes. But the problem is, the gas itself is too heavy. It's too dense of a gas, so it sinks further into the ground. So their biggest obstacle at this moment, it appears to be to lighten the gas or heat it or something to bring it up through the ground. And this is where Marvin Bishop comes in. This is triggering volatile myconid extract. Yes, it is. So the miasma was not a byproduct. It wasn't... It was the goal. Yes. Which is also why I feel like we need to make haste to Mukmu because our poor Yannick is... Yannick should need to Definitely know. being affected by it. Yes. It's not just Yannick. Yannick's not the only person... Yes, but he's... But he's right there, there the in the yeah. thick of it. Yeah. So it's a chemical attack. They're going to chemically attack an entire city. So Multiple so. cities, yes. Tuktu, Mukmu, Orangeupa. At least. So, they are... Um, Imprisoning Marvin Bishop, which is what we now know, and he is doing it against his will because of his relationship with Gamari and his previous knowledge. Um, so, guys, really take some advice. Just figure we're doing. Uh, the whistles. They have figured out that the whistles help control the Type B mutants. Control, not just. Apparently, uh, apparently, the Lemonade Man carries a whistle in his pocket, and that is how he controls Norm and probably others. Do we? It doesn't know- just repel them. Well, I suppose if, if you, you know, they're somewhat intelligent, and creatures tend to understand that if I do this, you apply pain. It's like so training a dog. Yeah, exactly. But if you don't, mm. they also are theorizing that type Bs are uh, uh, susceptible to bouts of lucidity. So oh, that'd be terrible. We wouldn't want people good. to be lucid while they're being treated as slaves. So, are we just to be clear that the extract being pumped into these? Places. Concentrate. Yes. The concentrate. The spores. No, spores are the implementation. Concentrate spores is the come detection. After okay, the so concentrate. So they dose you first with the concentrate oh. and then they spore you to make you into so, mushrooms. So really quick, for people watching along, Jordan made an excellent series of Instagram videos that yeah. breaks down the journal <laughs> as well. For anyone confused, I mean obviously the characters are discovering it now for the first time, but for anyone who sort of wants the sort of specifics of how it's done, there's an excellent series of videos. Okay. Thanks. So the <laughs> Erlen doesn't have Instagram. He's <laughs> not yet. He's so confused. He's, he's confused. He's a Facebook page. So the the extract being pumped in to the towns yes. isn't concentrate once again. Sorry, the concentrate <laughs> being pumped. Right. The concentrates being pumped into the towns yes. isn't going to. Instantly turn people into these. It's going to identify what sort of patients, and then they're going to round up. Yes. Now, again, no harm seems to come from people who are exposed to the concentrate. However, harm being the operative word, they're kidnapped and then turned into something somewhere else. So, at the start of the journal, Grimari, you said the journal started two years ago. Yes. Uh. Uh. Year 444, second triad, the 45th day. 
So that's uh, to help me understand exactly two years ago, roughly. Just a little over over two two years ago. Was Grimari still there over two years ago? No, the first journal entry says, I wish Grimari was here. So over two years ago, which is also when he was seeking asylum from the Shade Assembly. I'm thinking exactly. So, do we know where Marvin Bishop is? Yes, we do. Does it have a name? He's at the Natural Studies Institute. He's in Mukmo. So, hang on, does that mean that we can assume that Grimari was at one point running this camp, radicalizing these people? Um, just because, no. No, 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 I'm just mean. He started this movement and then presumably had some kind of a falling out with someone at this camp right around the time that he needed to seek asylum at the Shade Assembly. Yes. So, yes. we got to find Grimari. I can't help but agree with you, yes. Um, I feel like there was one more thing I wished to mention. Oh, yes, for the individuals who weren't informed, we met Marvin Bishop already. And he is in another self-sustaining wall of force inside the Natural Studies Institute. Great. If he is still alive. He must be. They need him. Um, Yes, oh, the final words are off to Mukmu. So this man who wrote this journal is on his way. Or on his way back because they have the teleportation circle. So maybe he's super speedy. It should be said... I don't know about you two and Jillian, but our presence will have been detected immediately. Clearly, I'm. Oh, you didn't still need to say that. Color. We killed several of the. Of course, our presence is going to be detected. Not just that, Sephira. We didn't kill we, anyone at the. We didn't, didn't kill anyone at the camp. Did not you? at the camp. No. No. But our well, evidence is there. Well, we were what just did you do? Look at the poster of your face and say, "Come find us." We broke in. She was. Spread. I was turned green, Sevier. Well, yeah, so I can see that. They know someone was there that wasn't supposed to be there, and, and you may that have person moved is a few green, things around. So you've got to well, be careful about who sees you. Also, Jillian allegedly is damaging yes. the camp in some way, so they know someone or something is there. They know that yes. it's not airtight. Oh, also, there's going to be a new pocket in Orange Chupa, and I believe it's in the house where we all kidnapped that one man and tortured him. Mm. Right. That's my in guess. The Ro- in the Rose District. No, no, this one is in Brick Rock. It's oh. House 5. No, uh, I don't think they released this in the Rose District. You didn't meet our friend Jaywa, I don't think, but you spoke with her, though. Carradine, yes. I we think should send word to her as well. She's another one on the list. So yeah, Perhaps send word to... Actually... Until we speak with Jillian, and we need to be very clear about this, until we speak with Jillian, we are the only five people that know about this. Yes, of course. We have to no tell one. Him. We have to tell Yannick. We have to at least tell him I what he's tell digging him up. There is a biological weapon that's going to be deployed in your city, and you need to get the hell out of here. Doesn't have that's to. What we, we don't have to tell him everything. We have to tell I him. Would, I would feel comfortable telling Yannick. He deserves no, to know. No, 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 no. Hang on. No. Erlen's right. We have to keep this a secret. The more people know, if we go around telling people that there's a camp where they're enslaving people, turning them into something that we can harvest. I didn't no, say that we Sephira, should tell them that. Can I just say something? They're not killing them. Yannick is quite the outcast there. Not many people take his work seriously or him and listen to what he says. If we just tell him, I think 
he deserves to know. I'm not saying we tell him everything. I'd say we tell him what he is digging up. Or at least what he could be digging up. We tell him to stop digging. Well, I think we still have plenty we'll of time, but yes, until at least we get to Mukmu. Nothing. Send him an anonymous note. He can't know that one of us know this. Fine. Again, we If can, you must. We can talk about this, yes. We must be invisible if we're in Mukmu. Yes, we have some time to yes. decide. Look, Duffy Geis, our friendly na- lemonade man, will hear about it as soon as we open our mouths. Duffy Geis, if anything, knows that there's someone green who might be coming through Mukmu. So we have to be very, very careful about who we tell anything. Alright, well... Alright. How are we all feeling about all of this news? Like, Mukmu is the first and last place I want to go right now. Yes? Yeah. Okay. I thought that probably before the news. (laughs) Okay, well, I have my notes on the journal if anybody ever wishes to familiarize. Thank you. Do you have anything else you want to share with us? You too. Oh yes, anything else you guys discovered? A painting um, of, well, I mean, I can, and Sabira kind of pulls it out of her her sure. chest and like if you unroll it, it's there for two days. I mean, it's, it's smeared it's, considerably, mostly from when you were terrible. when when you were going um, to the river. But I kind of, I mean, obviously, it's not in prime condition, but. It's, what was it? Up? It was Grimari with a blonde orc. I, I, Half orc. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, and I, uh, we were not one hundred percent sure who he is. Does that mean anything to anyone? That doesn't. Well, <laughs> it didn't mean she, anything to. Sephira kind of grumbles and rolls it up, realizing it was hidden in the silo we spoke of. And yes. She didn't recognize him. The only other blonde half-orc she knows is Dadnock, but this was not Dadnock. Well, I wonder if it could be this, you know, Maurice, or... I mean, could it be? Does I mean... blonde half-orc or the Dadnock mean anything oh. to me? Well, Dadnock, we all we know. Are... Darknock, but yeah. Darknock, sorry. Erling, you and I heard in the, um, in the tower that we were scouting from that the Gentle Void had good presence in Orenchupa, and that was a plus for this camp. What does that have to do with a painting? Well, Dadanok is gentle void. Oh <coughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. I mean, I think that pretty clearly the gentle void are involved in this in some significant way, given that their the association gentle void with are the, the mercenaries that they've hired to protect this and the black lions. It feels like any sort of nefarious organization is interested in. Not just nefarious organization. I mean, and the anyone who's interested, any greedy... anyone who's interested in money and power. Okay. Well, and that's a lot of people. Anything else? We saw a um, field, an underground field of these spores. Okay. I don't know. Again, I don't know that's what these what spores do. Jillian may or may not destroy that. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Or she may try to destroy the teleportation circle. I'm not sure which would be more useful at this point. Maybe I'm, I, I don't know. Okay. And we saw the mic in it pens as we were supposed to. Okay. It's about as horrific as you would imagine. Did you come in contact with 
your old friend. Oh, yes, I mean, how we, did you... We, started, we saw him, I recognized his metal hand. more than we saw him, he communicated with you. Yeah. They're conscious. Erland, you're gonna leave that out. Well, I told you, he, I told you I recognized him and... Oh, communicated and recognized are two he very different He didn't things. communicate with me, my kids can't speak. No, but he did, he communicated with you. Sephira wouldn't know that we. I mean, I told no, him we shared. A, I know we shared a conscious. I, no, I mean, you guys. Yeah, you guys were. Again, you discussed the details of it after it happened. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, okay, yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely aware that that happened. That like there was. Okay, okay. Don't okay. even try. No, no, no. I just want to like he didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're she's not. You're not privy to the fact that he was like, hey, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what he said to you, yeah, yeah. but I do know yeah. that. Cool, 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 cool. And we're back. Uh, <laughs> he. I don't understand it. This is how I. This is how I recognized him as a former clat. Well, he has a metal hand, first of all, but there was some sort of bizarre shared consciousness or energy or something, and and that's how he revealed himself to be this childhood boy that I knew. I don't understand it. When you studied or work with, worked with Bramare, was there? Anything like this? Any? No, I was a shape shifting I, I was a grade school boy. It was like studying alchemy or history or anything else. It was pedestrian. Did, did any lesson ever touch on Mykonids? You ruined his life when you were a schoolboy. Well, I love that he still smiles at that. Mm. Isn't that funny? I don't understand. Shit eating grin. When Grimari was, when I was quite young, Grimari used to speak of organic alchemy. He was, uh, I, I, and as I think we've seen a little bit on the page, he was an early believer that organic alchemy was where the value of alchemy lay. It had yet to be done specifically. Seems like he's done it now. Turning people into things. I'm sorry. I guess not exactly. No, 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 not not that specific. Simply organic alchemy. And as 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 any of the educated amongst us would know, alchemy is thing. typically materials being trans yes. transformed into other materials. Grimari believed that transforming organic matter into other organic matter is where the biggest. Breakthroughs in alchemy lay. Again, these were childhood lessons. It's not like he started breaking down how one would transform someone into a mycelium. Of course not. But what I'm concerned about is uh, a former student of yours is now technically his first successful experiment. So, was there any kind of indication when you two were? I haven't seen Grimari in a decade. I understand, but I'm saying. Did he do Did any he experiments on, on you? you? No. Do you know for sure? Really? So you as just woke sure up like this as one I... day? You just woke up one morning and you thought, no, I... I can grow bark out of my arm. No. How did that happen? I have no idea. I'm not, I'm not accusing you. Does that uh, I'm, I'm... ring true? You can make an insight. It's just, Erlen, maybe he started doing this to his students when you were young. <laughs> oh, what is it? Oh. As far as you can tell, I mean, his... Confusion is genuine. I mean, there's, there's I, a lot he doesn't. I can tell you that Grimari did not experiment on me have at you, all. Have you ever experienced any maybe side not effects? to your knowledge? 
What, what do you mean, so to my knowledge? To Something not happened to you. You didn't wake up. You you weren't born this way, were you? Okay, let's not all yeah. We don't need to jump on at him. Erland, I'm just asking because I'm concerned. I didn't know if Grimari knows who you are or with this camp. I I have, as far as I know, the day I met you and you was the first day that I had thought of Grimari in a very long time, and it was simply because his stupid book was etched into the wall. Okay. And of course I was curious about that. That seems like an awful coincidence, so I pursued it. Of course I didn't know that he... How could I possibly have inferred from an etching on the wall that he was organizing organic alchemy, writing in journals, visiting other people? We're not saying that you're his accomplice, Erlen. We're just saying we're looking out for you. Maybe he did something without you knowing. As far as I know, I've never been knocked unconscious until recently. Okay, all right. That's fine. It's okay. We'll take that as the answer. It's getting rather late anyways. Should we, um... Sleep. Yes. Who wants to do first watch? I'll do it. Okay. I'll do second. Third. Fourth. I'll take last watch. Before we sleep, can I just go up to Orba? Yes. They can see you talking to her, but you can I'll talk about them right. hearing. Yeah. Orba, was there anything in the journal that gave us a hint to what M-H-E-N is? No, I've been racking my brain as well. My theory is that it's Mokro, but... The, the H-E-N is... It keeps me up at night sometimes. M-H-G-N? M-H-E-N. What, what is, what is this? Uh, you're not hearing this. So oh, I thought, oh, I thought we could see and hear them because we're You like, can see right that they're talking, but... Is this something we should share with the others? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I forgot about that. That's good that you brought that up. Maybe, Maybe they, they know. Well, we found a note, um... Uh, classifying some of the transportation circles, right? Teleportation circles. I said it wrong. That's why everyone says it wrong. It's because I said it wrong originally. We figured out two of them. One's out of service and one's the one in progress, but another one is labeled uh, M-H-E-N. Every every beginning initial before the dash seems to refer to the city it is in because there are some that are UC, so are in Chupa. What about M? Mokbu. Mokbu, yes. But, but dash H-E-N. H-E-N, we cannot figure out. Usually they're house numbers, not, uh, you know, a series of letters. Uh, this one is classified as high risk. And it says the sigil sequence is not to be used without Maurice's written consent. One of them is the listed one in Urenchupa that we found, where yes. Erlen was stabbed and Polnik was, Polnik was disassembling. Well, we know why. what's underground in Mokbu. Right, but we don't know where. And we know that there's miasma in the cemetery. We don't know where the teleportation circle is. Yes. We, we don't do know, know where, don't we? Where? where? What, I don't know if I would remember this. Oh, this is... Remember what? Remember that she met the lemonade man outside of a well? Um, she told us she, that. She, she I, mean, told, I think yeah. she told you that yeah. specifically. The two of you met at the... Yeah. At the I mean, I remember it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you told that to Right after that yeah. happened, you met Severe. And then you told everyone else. When we That's were what happened. Actually, <laughs> she doesn't really remember, but you know, uh, they, then you <laughs> sold me out. <laughs> I just want to let you know that you guess you remember so, yes. that. Um, when you when we were in Mukmu, you met the lemonade man outside a well. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Did the well have a name? No. The well. 
the, I was like, directed to the well, remember? There was no name. <coughs> it was just a, a well with bloody pieces. Yes. Well, it was, was through an alley? Yes. Well, in, in, in addition to the well, also we found out that um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fool. The, yes. Uh, Lufan. That I was basically being sent now to the Lemonade Man's lair. <coughs> That's it. It is fortunate that you did not go. Yes, it's fortunate that I did not listen to the two of you. Yes. Okay. Well, well H-E-N. I'd be willing Herman. to bet that we can find... I mean, I'd be willing to bet if you jump down that well, whether or not it's directly underneath there, I bet you could find a way to, to where that teleportation circle is. I bet you anything. How is this? Safira. He seemed to throw just many things down there. <laughs> And it seemed plausible to try and pick them up. So, how does this play? In? We know that there's some sort of um, distributing position that's up for grabs right now in Mukmu. A smaller position, yes. The lemonade man is head. So the lemonade man is looking for an assistant. So the so the tackle shack and uh, and. Marissa, Marissa Everett, the Everettes, and um, I'm trying to remember Vaughan. if only BZ heard the Quentin Fenn trying to buy the Tackle Shack thing, or if we're all there. I'll leave it out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we all know that. We all know that? Yeah, because we told Skens not to put it up for sale. Oh, great. Uh, all of that. Um, is that under... Do, we do think they the have... Tack- what's that? You, you think the Tackle Shack was renamed something significant of ATN? Uh, no, but, well... I don't know. It's, it's destroyed now. I mean, what I'm trying destroyed. to destroy the the tackle shack's flooded pretty significantly. End off limits. The but, bunker is the bunker. But I, I suppose all I'm saying is, is that are the Everettes? Are is the is the tackle shack tied directly to the camp, or are they simply operating under the auspices of the Lemonade Man, this um, Duffy? There's nothing about any of these other people in the... Well, there was something underground there, too. Am I wrong? I mean, I'm not yeah, sure... Well, yes, uh, an area to store, in theory. We didn't find a teleportation circle there, though, and I think we would have... It's also we... quite far from pumping gas into the city. I would imagine the pocket with the teleportation circle is also the same location that they are pumping the and gas I would imagine it's fairly centralized, because I think they want maximum spread. Tackle Shack is pretty far away from them. Yeah, I mean, yeah within it's outside. Much, yeah, a couple hours ride. Okay. Well... Something to sleep on, then. Mm. With a lot on their mind. <laughs> everybody, um, go ahead and give me your perception checks, everybody, for... Uh, uh, can I, without threatening my rest, stay up a half hour past these guys' bedtimes? Stay up... Uh, to talk to her? To overlap with Bazaar? Yes. Uh... Uh, in like a few minutes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I wanted to do the same thing. <laughs> oh god. Well, we'll go in order. Who was first launch? Right down. I, I was, was first launch. Okay. Fucking. Yeah. No, it was me. It was me. It was me. Here's first launch. Oh, yeah. And then who's next? It was me. Bizarre. And you wanted to talk to Bizarre. No. To Erland. Well, Erland's at the end. Oh. How oh, I, I thought do you don't have an overlap launch. Um, launch there is. Yeah. Okay. Wake yeah. up early. Yeah, wait. Uh, okay, never mind. I can't talk to her. What I was going to do is during I my watch... I thought she was first, is why I asked. Oh, and we talked to you. I was going to, during my watch, I was going to wake him up. My perception's really bad. So. Or can I do that? Or um, no? It will threaten the, the rest. The rest, okay. 
Okay. I want to, to like have yes. <laughs> There's like a little overlap. Secret on each secrets end. are no fun. <laughs> Let me get some fucking rest. <laughs> There's a little overlap on each end of the rest, but you can't. Yes, you can't constantly wait until. Wow. Okay, fine. He is a little sleepy. Um, what were the perception checks? Eighteen. Oh. Twelve. Suck a nut. Um, natural twenty. Uh, Woo. Seven. Six. And Sophia, I think, was the only one. Twelve. Eighteen. Okay, oh, great. So, was there anyone who has an overlapping that would like to have a short conversation? Who's right before me? I'm three. I'm right before you. Ugh. That's... Um, that smells trouble. Are you... What are you? I'm... I'm uh, one, one, two, two three, three, four, five. Yeah. So Orba's right... I wake up Orba? Yes. yes. Okay, I'm gonna... Have a <clears throat> very quick. <laughs> Says the guy who didn't want to have a yeah, conversation. Yeah, right. I'm Secret, super secrets, I need sleep. Yes, you may have a very brief conversation. Okay. I'm just gonna jostle you. I just want to apologize. For what? Putting us both in danger again. Just gonna give you a big hug here. I've got your back, Raven. <laughs> Good night. Is there anything else? Um, yeah, when Arbor wakes me up. I'm never waking you up. <laughs> <laughs> Just doesn't wake up. Um, how, before you, uh, before we rest up, how detailed are your notes? Did you read the whole journal? Did you? I copied maybe 40%. Would you like to see it? So there's 60% that's not in there? Uh, it, it was mostly <laughs> fl- flavor that I passed. <laughs> so you only risked your life for 40%. Did it yes. say anything about. You're stupid. Is there anything you didn't relate to us about? <laughs> I'm so <laughs> mad at you. I'm so mad at you. Tiefling, mm. is there anything about the side effects? In what way? How safe people are with them. Unless you're exposed to the miasma, it doesn't mention it. All right. Mm. Worried about my friend Anson <laughs> and Valkloff. I would let Melody know. Erland. Magic always has a source. Rest up, Tiefling. Robert goes to bed. And the morning comes. Everybody has a long rest here. <laughs> that is where we will go to a break. Oh, nice. Jesus. As everybody rests up for the night. A little bit of cross-examination into uh, yeah. where everybody's been. Good summary, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, nice summary. I, I didn't want to discourage you from doing it as Orb. I didn't know if you would rather hit the bullet points easier, you know, as... as. No, that um, seems like cheating. I will give you guys the circled portions that Orba transcribed. So oh, I sent yeah. those to you. So you oh, guys know. nice. Thanks. Um, and once again, if anyone joined a little bit later, there is a recap of, of the journals and sort of what they mean on Instagram, on the Tabletop Notch Instagram. Oh. Yes, there's um, flashbacks on Orba. Yeah, yeah, there's flashbacks, mm. there's diagrams, there's cute drawings of Mykonids. Uh, yep. It has it all, folks. Yeah. It has it all. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll be right back after a 20-minute break. Yeah. Grab something to eat, clean up. 
and then we will uh, we'll dive back into it. Yeah. I'll uh, sorry, but we were we were a little uh, uh, knee deep and stuff. I'll go through if anybody subbed or anything. I'm the real sorry. Matt Ryan. Real Thank Matt you. Ryan subbed. Thanks, Matt Ryan. bud. <laughs> could be Matt Hawkins. Was that? Yeah, him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Sure. Okay. yeah. Thanks, Matt Hawkins, Thanks. for supporting Welcome. our stream. Uh, thank you. That's very kind. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We will be back after 20 and we'll dive back into it. We'll see you guys then. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. Please consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Best of all, you can do this free of charge with an Amazon Prime subscription. Not enough for you. So be it. Follow us on Instagram at Tabletop Notch and Twitter at Tabletop underscore Notch for updates, announcements, and other amusing content, so I'm told. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. And now, back to A Peak Beneath the Veil. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) We welcome everybody back to Chapter 44 of A Peak Beneath the Veil. Yes. We will return to the Shocky Mountains, having rested for the evening after a uh, ultimately successful but dangerous fight with the Goliath. Mm, very true. And Erland is the keeping the last watch. He sort of looks over the group as they rise slowly, with the sun rising as well, sort of one at a time, kind of stretching and gathering their things, making sure they have everything with them. Okay, so... Do we have any rations at all? Uh, you probably have enough have for this meal. Like, yeah, because yeah, the horse was enough for one day's worth, and you had two meals of it, so you have one more meal left. Oh, I see. Uh, so you have enough for the morning's rations. So mm-hmm. I do have some horse tongue. Yeah. yeah, passing mm-hmm. out horses. Tough. To... Um, as we're sort of eating, as I was um, keeping watch, I... I forgot this, and I'm going to pull out a sort of waterlogged note from my pocket. Oh, right. Um, (laughs) We stopped by the crematorium in the harvesting yard. At Jillian's Um, urging, and we found that this is a... It seems that whenever they cremate someone, I don't know why they're cremating people. But look, a lot of people are dying, is my theory, in these experiments, so... They have to have a place to burn them. And they have a they have a sort of filing. Do you come across a filing system? There's a filing system of everyone that's been cremated. No. No. Uh, but anyways, they take they take um, the name, the height, the weight, uh, the teleportation circle they came from. I suppose is what that infers. Mm-hmm. And also notes. And then it says to destroy the copy after entry into official record. We found we one that was filled out, is. and that was of Dietrich Lightwhistle. Oh. oh. That is important, Erin. Yes. Yeah, I forgot to. I know. That's it's a lot of information. Uh, but he was. I mean, it was five ten one seventy. Not that that's any of particular use. But he was UC two two A. Was this one of the teleportation circles? <gasps> that's the one well, we two two A, exactly which was that house. We were yes, was that listed on whatever? That's you the saw? one that's out of service currently. That's the one that's out of service. So he came from that one, which would make sense because that's where we saw him. Came from it or went to it? Or both. Was he dead before he went through? The note for it was not cremated at the request of D. Geis. 
So, so someone has his body, and it could be the lemonade. No, man. I think quite the opposite, Safira. Actually, I believe that he was killed, was brought there. to Brick Rock, deposited there by whoever stabbed me. Uh, what? Well, I and and then. Uh, 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 You're right, Tiefling. <laughs> Brain breaks. How did you forget this as she was talking about it? Well, there was a lot of things. Somehow overshadowed by people being turned into Mykonids. Yes, that's fair. Uh, well, I think Duffy Guys killed the Light Whistle, no? The Lemonade Man? He hates the Light Whistles. We did, know this. Now that we're thinking about this, the guy that stabbed me was pretty close to me. Does he look anything like... I, I specifically, he did, oh, did he, not get a good look yeah, at him. Yeah, oh, like not like, even if I haven't tracked them both? Okay, cool, yeah, cool. No? Does that not make sense? Or someone associated? Sure, but perhaps maybe that sparked the feud now that seems to be happening with the mall fairs in the camp, too. They sent tainted wine, did they not? That's what the note said in that attic, yes? Oh. Yes, we we don't think that was unintentional. We think that was some sort of um, breaking of a bond? I mean, the man with the journal even said, I hope that Duffy Guy's first mall affairs doesn't become a big thing, and... Seems like a big thing. Yes. Well, well the Mollifer's already not basically at war with the with the Iron Clouds in the north. Also, who is Duffy Geist to think that he can go up against the Mollifer's? Surely they have more money, more power? I mean, I'm not saying that he's not powerful, but Jesus, really? Do you, do, I mean, does he have that much power? Well, maybe he's ambitious. Goodness, we know does everyone ambitious. fight with each other on this continent at all times? Okay. Wealth. Well, that's pretty spicy. Anything else that we remembered nice. in our snoozes? No? Who's walking first? Zora and I spent most of our time in the, uh, in that laboratory area. Yes, did you find anything, really, of note? Not really much of... Little, little evidence of the spores and probably what they were using the quartz for. More, more extract than concentrate, I would imagine. Okay. Alright. Who is well. communicating with us? I don't know. Wasn't it? No, I mean... Martin Bishop? Martin, I don't think so, no. Like, we received the decoding sheet for the grimoire at the Dancing Clams. I don't know. Maybe it's Grimari. Uh. Or... <laughs> you don't like that, I, I do you? I wish to put in an argument that maybe Winston Muldoon is not our enemy here. I know, I know, I know, I know. I've been thinking that myself, Goliath. Well, no, she's right. She's absolutely right. I mean, Winston Muldoon, if anything, I, he's he's done. He's gone out of his way to sabotage the Mollifers. I don't know what he was doing at Brickrock. He's a former operative, yes? Yes, and he was recommended by Josco to Grimari to seek asylum. I understand. I would counter and say that as somebody on the other side of the Mollifers, maybe he is in with Geis. Oh. Doesn't mean that he's on our side. Maybe he's in with God. I think I'm just saying. We should assume know. that no one is on our side other than Jillian. And that each other. <laughs> sure. And Jillian is on her own side. Sure, but for the moment, I think we assume that everyone is against us until they can prove otherwise. That way we don't accidentally say anything to anyone or trust anyone with anything. Hopefully, in a couple days' time, we'll never have to see each other again. All right. Oh, great. 
Thank you, Ellen. You wanted to leave Jillian two days ago. I'm not saying that as she a point of... She already left us right I'm now. not saying that as a point of conflict. I'm simply saying this mission will be over shortly. And until then, assume everyone's our enemy. Sure, Erland. Where is Jillian? But also, maybe Polnick. Not that that really matters in the immediate future, but... Anyways. You'd like another anonymous letter to go to Polnick? Look, I I'd be need, afraid that somebody else finds it. Look, we need allies. We have to be careful about who we talk to about this, but we will need allies. And law enforcement? Polnick? Kelsetra. It's not a bad idea. I mean, we've got to be careful. But Polnick seems like a man who can be discreet. Okay. He's also a man with limited power. That's true. I would like to seek out Kelsetra. Okay. If Jillian is not, yes, she actually might, Kelsetra might be the person they go to first to find Jillian. Actually, I, want I agree. To talk to Kelsetra. Okay. Um, I don't mean to pry on your business, Safira, but um, who was the man who gave you the ride, the Oh, um, Massa. Yes, is he possibly trustworthy? In um, is he involved in all this? N- not to my knowledge, no, he's not. Can I see if that's true? Um, not. I, I don't know that you have a reason to think that that's not true. <laughs> deny. I guess uh, you just deny. <laughs> I mean, you can't make an inside check unless you have some inkling that that. I mean, can you explain to me why you might not think that's true? Uh, because he sort of followed Safira and see, uh, and like grabbed her from us and given that like we are in Mukmu to do this to do this scouting mission. All I want to know from the inside check I suppose <laughs> is just that like <laughs> is Massive aware of our scouting mission? The, the sort of that's not what you asked. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's what you asked her. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. what you asked me. All right, <laughs> you could ask her that. You <laughs> could ask me that, but that's not yeah, it. I don't mean to pry in your private affairs. I just mean, is he no, a point yeah. of contact? I mean, yeah, yeah, he probably is. All right, another name that is on the list of possibilities, I suppose. But Cassetra, I agree, number one. I agree as well. Okay, on our horses, shall we begin our day? Please. Where are we going to stay when we get there? What about your boyfriend? What about Calcetra? Teo? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, we were safe there before. It's very nice. Uh, Teo's brother is associated too closely with... That's what I was man. just thinking. His, I mean... Oh, goodness. I think Goliath, Calcetra might be our best bet. She's the only person in, in Mukmu that Jillian seems to trust, yes? Do we even know where she lives? No, I surely don't. We could... Uh, the tiefling could perhaps disguise herself and simply ask at a pub. Is that too risky? Well, I, I don't know. I, I, th- I, I don't know. I think but we've got to be careful, too. I think we should... Do you think Yannick would know where she is? I don't know. Maybe. Honestly, I wouldn't hurt I, to ask, but I, I doubt I it. I would ask him. Alright, well, on the well, horses, who's walking first? I think, I know you already did that. I'll walk again first, sure. Okay. Take the same. Uh, Bazaar, would you like to ride with me? Sure. Okay. Okay, and Sephira gets on the horse. <laughs> I'll hop up behind Sephira. I suppose we should talk about 
what we are telling and not telling Josco if we see him again. He's I going think, to wonder where Jillian is. I think Josco likes to mind his own business, quite honestly. He's probably hiding in his castle still. Oh, it's destroyed. He's probably not hiding in his castle. <laughs> I guess... Well, he's probably not hiding in his castle. We just say that we got separated from Jillian and that if he sees her, to send her along to us as quickly as possible. Yes. Yep. Sounds right. If we even see him. Yep, true. Big if. Okay. Alright, let's go. So the group sets off. Mm-hmm. I would like to have a word with Bazaar. You may. Oh if it's possible. Sort of so many words. The time yeah, passing as you guys are moving fun. along, sort of, again, still vaguely trying to move in the direction of Josco's bridge. You guys have a moment. I do not wish to really start an argument with you, Bazaar, but I just want to illuminate a little that. If the gentle void is involved in a process that is looking for people for such a monstrous thing, I'm deeply concerned that why they are interested in me is just as horrible. And I just would like you to possibly take that into account. Honestly, Wilma, I was thinking the same. So there's a lot I've been thinking about in which direction to go with everything. and. I think over this time, I don't feel right turning you up to them. Morba gives her like a weird hug (laughs) as they continue on. I might need to take some matters into my own hands in other ways, but you won't be involved in that. Well, I will be involved in that. I will help you as long as it doesn't mean giving information about me to the gentle boy. I don't think so. Okay, well, if you need anything, I'm here. I'm sorry for uh, any dishonor that I've done to you, but it's been a rough ride. I understand that. Thank you. And with the understatement of the century, (laughs) (laughs) a couple of hours pass by riding. People sort of swapping, trading off who's walking, sort of slow moving with the horses. You start to see some encouraging signs. (gasps) Patchy bits of grass and vegetation, bristly bushes that you remember seem to pop up in the area around the large canyon after you crossed over it to the other side with the gazebo. A little bit longer and you've sufficiently removed yourself from many of that mesa territory, so the calluses, any of those sort of rolling flat hills. And around you are no longer the hills, but these kind of jutting rock formations that spring up and they limit the number of paths available to you. You kind of have to pick and choose the one that's kind of vaguely heads in the direction that, that you're looking for the most. And finally, you reach the lip of the canyon. Seeing it now for the first time in full daylight, when you crossed over it on the bridge initially, it was a little dusky at that point. So the sun setting. A sparkling stream snakes its way along the bottom, far below you. And its steep sides are striped with these kind of banded colors of reddish-gray rock and clay. Having strayed a ways to the east to avoid the cracked gorges when you guys attempted to avoid that area, and the last sip, you gauge that you'll have to follow this canyon to the west to try and return to the site of Josco's Bridge. So you start to make your way to the right, now with the canyon on your left. 
and as you continue, there's kind of a ridge that rises up on your right, and you have this kind of shaded shelf. So there's like flat ground, and then a ridge here, and then the canyon off here. So it, it, it opens you up to sort of visibility on the left side in the canyon, but on your right, you're pretty well covered. So to anyone who might be coming from the mesas or the calluses, they'd be hard-pressed to sort of see your little group traveling along, which you know, is useful to you. There's a refreshing breeze that kind of makes for some of the easiest travel that you've experienced thus far in the mountains. A welcome change from the constant sort of inclines and crags, cracks. You start to move around a slight bend to the right as you follow the canyon. And reflexively you pull up. As you catch sight of what appears to be a crowd of humanoid figures. A couple of hundred feet down the path. But with an additional very careful peek, the crowd's enduring stillness allows you to discern that they appear to be dead. All of them. Perhaps 20 or so bodies, consisting of two distinct styles of dress, the bone-accentuated blacks and reds of the black lions, and a number of embellishment-free dull gray cloaks that mean nothing to you if not for your memory of the Lakafuyu hunting party that was traveling through the mountains that you had a brief encounter with days prior. Some kind of skirmish took place here, and your only clue as to who the victor might have been is a tall central totem that looks to be constructed of sticks and stones and flesh and bones, a gnarly effigy that has the stench of necromancy about it. Jutting out of the central column are these long bits of bone that kind of spiral up, but it gives a kind of a twisted spine appearance. And sitting on top is a skeletal torso with its ribcage wrapped around some kind of pole or spear. It looks very similar to the ones that Sephira saw up in the treetops back near Lake Vulcan. However, the eyes do not appear to have that kind of orange glow. You're not sure if it's not currently active or whatever it is, but it doesn't have that kind of glowing bits in its skull. And one other thing that catches your eye is that just a little ways off from the site of this clash, maybe 50 feet even further down, is a small overturned horse-drawn wagon. You can see the driver kind of slumped over in the dirt, riddled with crossbow bolts, but it's too far to make out any other features other than the blue arming hood that he's wearing. How far were... You're about 100 feet from the skirmish, and then maybe another 50 feet is that wagon. And we are... We still don't see what we recognize as being opposite of Josko's. Not yet, not yet. You can't, like, see the posts where the gazebo sort of floated between. No, you can't see that. But we are on, like, there's, like, we're on a road. We're on a path. It's not a a man-made road, but it's a flat area of ground. Okay. Uh, can I take my spyglass out and see if the person at the top of the podium could possibly podium totem is a half orc like uh, it's skull? A s- it, the skull on top? Yeah, like I guess look at the teeth. Um, give me a perception check. Oh, smart. Not twenty. Oh. You're able to get, it looks like, as you, you weren't able to tell this until you looked through the glass, but it looks like it is kind of facing in your direction, so you get a pretty good look at the face. It doesn't look like a half orc. It looks like a human. Okay. If you're just guessing based on the sort of skeletal nature. Okay. Is anyone left alive? Not that you can tell. Not that I can see none. No, but I think we want to avoid, you know, that looks familiar. Am I yes. wrong? 
It's not glowing like the others were, but maybe I should try to fire some. Would you like me to detect magic, perhaps? That might be a smart yeah, we, we might not want to make ourselves known. If, is there uh, is there anyone sort of not focusing on where all the dead bodies are, but uh, sort of looking around the landscape? Are there any? Is there any sign of life? Not that you can see. Okay. And again, there is like on your right is that kind of high ridge, but you don't see anyone up right, there. Yeah. Then, yeah. So we, we probably don't want to alert any survivors of our presence. Just proceed. Any survivors? Cautiously. I mean, do you see any survivors? I don't. I, but, I don't. But his his light is very bright. That's true. I mean, and if there's anyone in the area, I suppose uh, we should examine the, the the carriage, though. No. Yes. Yes. Weapons out, though. Yeah. How, how far are we from the carriage? Uh, like 150 feet, so it's 100 feet to kind of the totem and where the bodies are, and then another 50 feet-ish. Um, about. Everyone stay close, but stay back a little bit, and I'm gonna go to up till I'm like... So there's 20 feet in between the the, the totem and the, and like the carriage? Like 50 feet. It's like 100 feet, feet to the totem, and then another 50 feet to the carriage, okay. approximately. I'm going to see if there's any traps anywhere. Okay. In and among the carriage and the and the totem, I'm gonna get uh, let's say sixty feet from the totem. So okay, so you're moving up forty feet, so you're now yeah. sixty feet. Sure. And I'm gonna cast find traps. Sure, go ahead and read that. Just, this is the first time you've used that, I believe. I so in a range, in a range of uh, hundred twenty traps. Oh wow! Um, yeah. I'm going to sense the presence of any trap within range that is within line of sight. A trap for the purpose of the spell includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect you consider harmful or undesirable, which was specifically intended as such by its creator. Thus, the spell would sense an area affected by the alarm spell, a glyph of warding, or a mechanical pit trap, but it would not reveal a weakness, a natural weakness in the floor, or an unstable ceiling, or a hidden sinkhole. Yeah. It has to be an intentionally placed trap. It right. can't just be like spell a spell merely reveals that a trap is present. Yeah. You don't learn the location of each trap, but you do learn the general nature of the danger posed by a trap you Oh, interesting. Within 120 feet. Okay. That's fun. As you sort of start to get closer and you're prepping to cast the spell, you do notice, as now you're getting very close to some of the bodies, they do look like they've been thoroughly scavenged or stripped. I mean, it seems like, obviously, someone survived this encounter, and that, like, you don't see any... And the only weapons that you see appear to be broken ones. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no sort of undamaged armor or, or any, like, belongings on any of the people. They do appear... Someone has picked these bodies clean. Mm-hmm. And as you cast the spell, you don't see anything. No traps. Do you see any traps? No. And that would... I would assume that that means that the totem... Doesn't have. There's. It's not going to so trigger. Not activated. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes, it seems that this is just evidence of a fray. Should I try to detect magic, anyways? I mean, I'm sure that this has some necromancy to it, but I don't think it poses us any danger. I would say just to be safe, maybe. Quite well rested. Okay. Detect magic. You detect magic. Yes. What's the range on that? It's only like 30 feet, but I think I, it stays like around me okay. as I walk. 
How, or how are you getting within close enough to sort of look at the totem? Yeah, I'll stay like at the edge of it to okay. come with her. <laughs> sure. You sort of get within thirty feet. The totem does have a faint glow of necromancy about it. Okay. Um, and is it the entire structure or like? Yeah, it looks like the whole thing. Okay. Well, you were right. There is some kind of necromancy magic. Is is the carriage safe to investigate? You did the same same the idea with the carriage. Yes, I'd like to see what's in it too. Oh, so are we trying to... You you too, uh, since you're already yeah. casting your spells. <laughs> oh, yes, I will Yes, volunteer. we will take our magic <laughs> elsewhere. I'll <laughs> look if continue. you like, but you we will watch so hard, you might as well continue. Yes. Driving? Over to the carriage. Sure. And and this sort of uh, rid, this sort of shelf that you're on, it's not it's huge, spells. it's probably you know, 60 feet-ish across, so the totem's kind of in the middle, so you can kind of stay, if you wish to, not walk directly by it. I mean, not super close, but stay 20 feet away. Sure, and nothing happens. Horm is up on the ridge. (laughs) Sure, can you guys start to move towards it? So you're moving towards the upturned wagon. Yes. Yes. Great. So you see the... You (laughs) don't see any movement? Keep it up. You walk up to, and the first thing, because the carriage kind of tipped over... The driver, presumably, has kind of rolled just a little bit away from it in the direction of you. So you get to his body first. Mm-hmm. And again, not someone that you recognize. A human man, blue arming hood. Again, riddled with a number of what look to be crossbow bolts kind of across his chest. Which we've seen the lack of Fuyu with. Yes, right? you saw yeah, them with crossbows. Yeah. Yep. And give me uh, an investigation check as you kind of take a look. Oh, I mean, the, both of you can do it. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry, you just sit down. Three. You will just sit down. Uh, 21. There we go. So you guys sort of pat on the body, and again, you notice what Graven saw at first, which is that it does look like this guy's been stripped of some belongings. He doesn't need his belt has been taken out. It looks like kind of a loose pants. It looks like perhaps, you know, if he he had a coin purse, you don't see that. However, tucked into one of his boots, you find a note. Oh, oh man! It's my first note. <laughs> Give me the note. I have so many good notes. So many good notes. Yeah, so many good collection. Ruben doesn't see it, but he senses my her first pulse. Is <laughs> I see. Very different. BZ standing in the back. She sees Orbe get a note. Like, <laughs> like, oh, this is a long one. <laughs> I'm the note person. <laughs> I read all the good notes. What have you got? It appears to be a note to Josco. Um, I'll just read it, Mr. Tibbets. We received word of the unfortunate attack on your premises and wish to convey our sympathies on behalf of the Black Lions and Seer Hothbow. We have heard this name before, yes? Seer Hothbow? Yeah. Where did we hear that? We've heard this name before. Um, who, I'm sure you are aware, exercise poor control over their creations. That's the Mykonid, uh mutant creature. We would understand your reluctance to conduct business with them going forward, but an arrangement we have with the Black Lions necessitates their continued use of your bridge, so we hope that this sum of golden ample collection of fine painting supplies serve as compensation and a gesture of goodwill. I think it goes without saying that Seer Hothbow will be sternly warned regarding future conduct at your property. Be well. Well, I doubt this gold is still here. So is that from, <coughs> do you believe that to be from uh, Black Lion or from someone from the, from the harvesting yard, this Maurice? <coughs> oh, excuse me. 
I don't know. From the harvesting yard, I mean, they, they must yes. use this path and they must use Jocelyn's <clears throat> services to ferry things back and forth. The wording kind of suggests that they're throwing this Seerhoth bow and the Black Lions under the bus, so perhaps they are just an associate of them. Uh, so yes, maybe the <coughs> camp people, perhaps, yeah. Um, Hothbow, we've, we've heard this name before, and we haven't had a place in it. I can't remember. Me neither. Perhaps a black lion necromancer, one of the leaders. Mm. Seer? That sounds like a necromancy thing, though. I don't know. They're creepy. <laughs> okay. Seer is a title that transcends just the black lions. Yeah. But it does seem to note something about uh, was that? Can I can I ask this only because I don't remember if I was present? Was that the was that the guy's name who Sephira found the note on that guy, or he said something about Sir Hoffman, the dead black lion that you found? Oh, was, was that, that on the Sir Hoffman? Who is Taurus? Who's Sir? Uh, this is a carriage, a horse-drawn carriage, and the whole thing is upside down. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's tipped over, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, on its side, maybe? Yeah, on its side. Right. Right. Climb up on top yeah. and open the door. And sure. See if I can see look Give me an investigation check in there as well. <clears throat> Still no magical nothing? No. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, you take a look through. Again, you do not see the things that were mentioned. No gold, no yeah. painting supplies at all. The, the carriage appears to be pretty emptied out, as far as you can tell. Um, yeah. Safira and Bazara communicated to us um, that... Uh, the, the dying black lion had a scroll on him that said Seer Hofbrau requested help at the calluses from the black lions working at the camp. Yes. Those okay. marked for death now is your time. Got it. But this note Those. passes off anything that happened to Josco as being because of the black lions, but he was attacked by one of the mutants. Well, perhaps the black lions are utilizing the mutants and one was, you know, one escaped and one was astray. It sounds like a scapegoat situation to me. I mean, they, I, like I said, they threw them under the bus pretty hard, so... Yeah, maybe. Well... Good luck we'll lying see. to Josko yeah, Tibbets. We'll, we'll see what Josko has to say about this, hopefully. <gasps> I can't wait wagon. to see Josko. <laughs> it's going to be so Good nice. One. I hope so. Me too. Okay. Well, let's get the horses around this mess, I suppose. Right. So, as you guys are starting to sort of get your things... Graven, having been closest to the wagon, Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. You hear just a slight rustle. <gasps> what? And springing up from behind the wagon on the opposite side oh. is someone very similar in appearance to someone that Orba and Bazara saw. A very thin-limbed person with bones strapped along their arms and legs and sticks woven throughout their hair. Uh-huh. And their skin is caked with a reddish clay to blend in somewhat with the surroundings. And she very quickly holds up no. a bone with a skull on the end of it, mm-hmm. and the eyes begin to glow. I need you to give me a, a uh, what did we do last? Just a straight wisdom check to attempt to disappear, or not disappear. Disappear. <laughs> Look away. Can I, as that's, do I, do I see her also? Uh, Graven's the first one that this is happening literally right now, also. Oh my god. It's a one. Oh! Yeah, it is. I died. And she holds it up right into your face, and you... (gasps) Freeze. And Graven is paralyzed. (gasps) And you hear a muttering, a kind of... And then... (gasps) She disappears. And six seconds pass. (gasps) And she reappears, 
harvesting she's running in the direction of the bone totem. And then she oh, disappears oh, again. Talking. Harvesting yard! Harvesting yard! Orb is gonna shout. I need you guys to make initiative rolls. Oh, oh that's an awful initiative roll. That sounds like a trap to me, man. (laughs) 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 But the person was the trap. Five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, Matt's getting out some big guns here. Well, we got things. Uh, is everybody sense. rolling initiative or just Graven and I? Everybody's rolling initiative. Okay. Um, hold on. Erlen, what do we got? Six. I'm guessing that's the totem. Uh, Sephira, what do we got? The totem. 17. Thank God. I know. BZ, what do we got? 19. All right. Well, here's the Can thing. Uh, I actually have still have three ensnaring arrows. <gasps> um, the ridge you guys are moving along. So the, the carriage was, we'll say, is kind of like right on the end over there. Whoa. Never mind, can't put you there. Can't put you right there. Actually, maybe we'll angle this off. Can actually sit on it. There we go. Wow. Oh, very cool. Oh, cool! Look at it! So Orbo was kind of right behind Graven, looking at what he was doing. And then Erland, Bazaar, and Saphira kind of back along the ridge as you guys moved around the totem. At least we're close to the totem. That's a bad thing. Yeah, I don't know if we want to. I actually think we want to prevent her from being able to make contact with the totem. And the last spot with this invisible, that's the last spot that you saw. Oh, look at her. And just just for our reverence on this, where did we see her disappear from? So how quickly is she moving? Okay, cool. Disappeared, appeared kind of right there, disappeared again. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. And did anything happen to the totem yet? Nothing's happened to the totem yet. Not yet. I'm gonna swing around with my eyes down. Oh, that is some... A dog shit in it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We did bad. We did bad, guys. Ooh, that is a 22. Of course oh. it is. Um, the black line. And then a three for the totem. Oh, it has a turn Excuse now, me? does it? Oh, great. Already? Three? Yes. Great. Uh, the black line's first if you want to just get her going. Great. That sucks. Dumb. Dumb. Don't I rate this a zero out of ten. So you see her disappear once more, and that all of you are trying to kind of track what's going on. A couple of you see Graven, who is paralyzed. Mm, my friend. I'm really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> and you wait for a moment, and you kind of look around, sort of trying to track your target, and she appears again. Oh boy. How many turns does this bitch get? Yeah. Well, a couple of them. I know, I'm kidding. In the surprise, surprise round. And you see her reach out and place a hand on the totem no, and mutter something. And the totem begins to kind of mm-hmm. oh, rattle okay. yeah. and spring to life almost. And you can hear it kind of clattering of bones and sticks. And the eyes on the top begin to glow. Can I, can I say something as a happening? You can shout that? something, sure. Keep your eyes down. Yeah. Shout that, yeah. And the eyes <laughs> Too late. And then, I'm going to roll for 
she disappears again. And Orba was right. She knows what it is. What? It's the blink spell. Yeah, you I know. You're familiar with this. Yes. Yeah. How many can you cast it over and over? That I don't know off the top of my head. It lasts for a duration, oh. and at the end of each turn, you have a chance of being able to disappear. Cool. cool. <laughs> Who have we got after that? After her, it's BZ. Okay. I don't even know where to start. Uh, <laughs> I can't see her. She's nowhere to be found. She is. You know the last spot she was. That's what that marker is. But yes, you do not know where she is. So you can't target an invisible creature. What is the you totem? can attempt to. Okay. What's the totem made of? It bones, sticks, Ooh. rocks. <laughs> yep. Bits of flesh. But blinking also isn't like invisibility. She like enters a different plane. Oh, so you can't like. There she is. No, she oh. literally like blinks out of existence and reappears. Yes. Okay. Um. So much. I don't know what I'm dealing with. I just don't. But the only thing I can think of to do is just go up and try to hit the totem. Yeah. You start to make a run for it. Now, the glowing eyes are at the top of the totem. You're going to have to make your attack with disadvantage as you attempt to look away while you strike the totem. That's what I said I was going to (laughs) do. Come on, baby. Come on. It's a stationary object, so like... 16. There we go. Nice. Bonk it real good. Biggie bonk. Uh, seven. Seven damage. Great. And you see it kind of, you see the, the ball of the flail about to connect with the pillar. And it seems like with the bit of magic that she's infused into it, you see kind of a little flash of light and there's kind of a... And the, the ball of the flail almost bounces off of it. And you see a little crack in it. It doesn't look like you failed to do any sort of damage. But whatever magic is surrounding it is stopping physical objects from sort of fully penetrating the barrier. Would we be able to tell, having seen silvered weapons hit, uh, like, ethereal sort of magic, would we be able to assume whether or not we would need silver in order to do what that did? She has a silvered flag. I know, but would we, like, I know that, like, that had a certain look to it when silver hit ethereal objects. Mm -hmm. Did that have that similar look? It looked like... Yes, we'll say it looked like possibly the only reason it even connected at all was the fact that she had a silver weapon. Shit. What happened to that? You have a Yeah, that was worth the investment. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I did pay for it. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Sephira. Um. <laughs> Show yourself! <clears throat> okay, I still have three of these ensnaring arrows, but what I don't know, and I don't know if Sephira would know this either, is if it hits her, if that prevents her from blinking. Uh, give me an Arcana check. Oh. Oh. Uh, 18. You've, you've never truly experienced it firsthand, but you've heard of the blink spell before. It's a spell used by sort of powerful spellcasters. It does not, they can still blink out of existence. Okay. Even, in that case. Even if ensnared or uh, restrained. In, in that case... Oh, I don't. I don't think I have any silvered arrows left. Um, oh, I am going to aim with my woof, woof, my wolf bow, and try to hit the totem rather than her because I think that's going to be easier. And it's not going to hit. 
It's a total. <laughs> it's a pull. 13 to hit. 13. Hits. <laughs> Fires the bow. <laughs> the arrow sign gets flung off as you see kind of a pulse of oh, purple gosh. energy. So that, that means that I don't get to activate Animus unless it yes, actually it did not hurt. Great. That was stupid, I guess. Okay. No, you know um, that. How do you know? If I, like, theoretically, if I moved up to where she is and I were able to, like, stab her with the wolf bow, would that count? Do I get animus activated uh, if I can do that? What is the wording on the bow? It says, um, it just says, like, it can be fired normally um, when fired firing taboos. Fired Firing, yes, is the operative. Okay, fine. Well, because it's the bow that's magical, not the arrow. Okay, then I'm just gonna move up to like a place where I've got a better eye line of like a few squares towards 15, 20, 25. Yeah, I just wanna sort of have my bow ready for where the last place I saw her was. Okay, you can't ready an action because you used one, right? Okay, but I'll hang out there. Who's next? Orba. Okay, so I'm going to run over to Bizarra, uh, and I'm going to put my hand on her shoulder. Breathe deep, Bizarra, and I'm going to cast Dragon's Breath. (gasps) Yay! Go ahead, breathe the tank. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got this just for you, girl. You guys just made up, too. You touch one She wasn't going to do this if I did. (laughs) Yeah, forget that. Uh, you touch one willing creature and imbue it with the power to spew magical energy from its mouth, provided it has one. And you do. Choose acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison. Do I choose? You choose. I choose yes. four. Um, until the spell ends, the creature can use an action to exhale energy of the chosen type in a 15-foot cone. Each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw or take 3d6 damage. Uh, or half on a fi- on a successful save. Do you want to hang on to this so you can read it? How, how long is it? It's for up to a minute. Oh my gosh. Um, Ten rounds. Yes. Magic. And, and you have to pick the type. Correct. Right now. Right now. Yes. Yeah, you have to pick it before. Immediately. Um, as as an educated wizard, when I know what best combats necromancy. Uh, yes, radiant damage. I don't have that. <laughs> okay. No. How about? How about What's some... the second best? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would know that there totem, is no totem, second best. Totem's made of wood? Bones. Oh, bones. Also bones and dirt. Also okay. organic matter, yeah. which is very <laughs> difficult to burn. Is it? Yes. Mm. Human bones? If it's yes. That makes me sound like a psychopath, but yeah, I took a forensic It does make me sound like a psychopath. Have you ever tried to burn? Yes. Let's try acid damage. Cool. Come on. Use acid. Come on. Uh, that's also a bonus action, so what, and that's a. To level. cast that. Yes. Yep. So okay. I'm going to also hold an action. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold. Hold stab a bitch. There we go. That's what I'm holding right now. At a level two. At a level two. Level two stab a bitch. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna hold Ray of Frost for when she blinks back. Okay. Do if I know if when they blink back, they blink back? No, they blink at a different like spot, you dummy, or else yeah. it's okay. It'd be they nice don't have to. Blink back. Yeah, I'm gonna hold Ray of Frost for if I see her. As long as you have line of sight and it's within range, you have that held right. action for Ray of Frost. Perfect. I'm done. Great. Erlen. Would I know 
that someone who is paralyzed, would I know if it would need to be piercing damage or if I could just take a swing at him? Um, because you guys don't know the nature of that would differ depending on the spell that paralyzed them. Okay. So I don't think you know that. Okay, but cool. You know for a fact that piercing damage worked. You don't know for sure if other types of damage worked. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, I hate that so much. Um, I'm gonna... so stupid. I'm going to then... It's gonna waste an action eventually, but I'm gonna... I think it's 35 feet to get to Graven. I'm gonna take out a dart and just try and get him right in the... In the butt cheeks? In the butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go right in the butt. Meaty, meaty part of the butt. Give me an attack with advantage. And we'll also take the AC right off your shield as well, it's, because you're not, you know, like, wielding the shield. Okay. Uh, with advantage? It's two for the shield, so minus two. Oh. oh my god, did you... Uh, uh, so that's an improvised weapon because I'm stabbing with the dart. Are you gonna yeah. miss or I guess, Or I guess, can I, I'm, if I'm close, can I just sort of give a throw? Or I, yeah. I uh, you could, if, if it's with a melee, it's with disadvantage, but you can do it from there, yeah. Okay, great. So, yeah, okay, great. So that's, uh, uh, 13 to hit. Misses. <laughs> you can't no, hit tries to throw with it and a dart. Kind of just gets by a grave and you're on Broadside of a Goliath, you can't hit with a dart. Yeah. Griffin just sees a dart go by him. You are Again. You can't even see what's behind you, you yeah. just see a dart like roll. You're never going to see anything. <laughs> Alright, uh, sorry buddy, I hope this doesn't do anything to you, but then having missed with the dart, I'm going to just sort of... Uh, Kick me. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna kick him in the butt. Okay, using so my, use another I'm gonna, yes, yeah, so using my extra unarmed strike. Sure. He really wants to get your butt. With advantage, because he's paralyzed. Oh my god. Oh my god! Wow! Uh, that's 12 this to hit. This doof is well, just taking so swings! It's not that you don't connect, but Graven's sort of uh, <laughs> scale male armor is sort of running down his back, and you go up and try to, and you feel your foot just hit the chain, and you're not able to get through it. No <laughs> Um. Wow. That was the dumbest. <laughs> you feel like a light kick in the butt. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the worst turn in tabletop magic? <laughs> you have five feet of movement. Uh, I'll take five feet of movement. Uh, just so I'm a little bit further away from <laughs> you. When we can't just give a bonk, we're all useless. <laughs> give a bonk. That sucked. You yeah, done? Can I pick up my dart? Is it right there? Like, <laughs> sure. I thought you were going to say, can I pick up my pride? <laughs> no, 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 no that's been lost. Yep. That's been lost. I went over the cliff. Alright, so I think it's my turn. It's my very dumb turn. There's nothing you can do. I can't even make a saving throw. You get to make a save at the end oh, of your turn. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay uh, what kind of save? Uh, wisdom save. Who's <laughs> got a different die with a different uh, saving throw? Right. <laughs> 13. 13. Ooh, let me check. That's close. Oh. Uh, Come on. One second. I forgot to look up there. Save. Wow. Please. <laughs> That's safe. Hey! hey! You're back! <sighs> I don't know why I'm going to fire my arrow. Berlin's ready for the gas lamp. <laughs> Raven breaks free. Huh? Well, <laughs> I guess. It's not sexy, but. Where did she go? She blinked. Or she disappeared. <laughs> she blinks. Alright. That's it. I can't move. I can't. You can't. That's the end, end of your end turn. Of turn. Yep. Got it. It's the totem. It's the totem. Great. I don't want to know what this totem is. You hear a few more vibrations. Alright, good. You don't want to. And the eyes at the top of the pillar 
kind of flash out a little bit, and you kind of flinch, expecting there to be possibly a sense of paralysis setting in or something, but that's not what happens. You look around, oh, no. and you see the bodies of yeah. Laka Fulgur and the Black Lines. No fucking way. Of course, of course, of course, of course. From the area around you. Oh, uh, that spell, does it, can you hold that card up for me just so I can see it real quick? I'm a horse, horse, horse. It is concentration. That's what I was looking for. Fuck! If Wait, I get, it goes away? If or? I get hit, that goes Orba away. has to maintain concentration. How? Graven likes fighting Better use it stuff. quickly than, uh... No, you don't get power. Okay. It's so I can't go like, oh, really you have it. No, you can't. Oh, you have the, um, turn. Yeah. The zombies have joined the fray at an 18. Wow. Okay. Alright. And you see the bodies kind of <laughs> lurch up into a sitting position and start to pick themselves up. And you see the life kind of artificially return to their eyes as they look around and kind of fixate on their targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Alright. <clears throat> Is that it? Yes. That's, that's, the, that's the lady man. Black person. Line. Wherever she may be. The lady man. Lady the black line. I don't judge. <laughs> There's a moment. She's a asshole. And she blinks back into existence. Where is she? Make your attack roll. Here, that's right. Get ready, girl. Come, come on, come on. Come for you. Gosh, she's gonna like power this thing up. Uh, sixteen to hit. Sixteen hits. Oh, Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, come intelligence on. Um, eight, and I believe I did ray of frost, so it'll be a movement speed. Not that that matters because she's blinking. Two. Two damage. Great. As soon as she appears, Orba fires off a ray of frost that catches her a little bit. You see her kind of flinch from the from the feeling of the cold. But she once again, she uses a bonus action to Jesus. chant into the pillar, which continues to kind of vibrate. You feel the energy kind of pouring off of it, a kind of smell of decay and death coming from the totem. She's going to use her action to hold up her staff. I need Orba and Bizarra to make wisdom saving throws. Actually, make yours with advantage because you were looking down. Yeah, you were like, oh, you I took was... your action at disadvantage to look away. I was looking dead. Oh. Wisdom. Wisdom. Um, oh, 23. Suck it. 17. Woo. You both save. And she Way brings it, go, it back guys. down, sees that it kind of, you guys were able to sort of turn away from it, have it not affect you, and she begins to walk a little bit further. Behind your totem. Oh. Stop! Okay. I want to hit you. Hold your ratchet. No! Hold it! No, I'm not going. Now I'm going to fire one of these zombie things so I can okay. get a mean wolf. She's done. It's me. They're they're all zombies, not like ghosts or spirits. Yeah, they seem okay. to be physical bodies. Yes. Okay. Look. I will deal with the undead. Kill her. Oh, oh, do you have it? Do you have it? Okay. Uh. Uh. I'm gonna. <laughs> Breathe some acid on this totem. Woo! Okay. 15 foot cone. Uh, you can't get a zombie with it, but you can breathe okay, it on the totem. Okay, even if I move? Uh, I think they're all further than, yeah, 5, 10, oh, 15, yeah. 20, 20, yeah. None of them okay. are within 15. Then I'll just them. go for it. <gasps> and you watch as bizarre instant. You've seen her do it with the fire, but she opens her mouth and this kind of torrent of acid comes spraying out. I'm like just watching it all. <laughs> the totem automatically fails dexterity saving throw. Oh, so much damage! So what, what do I roll? 3d6. It's on there. Oh, 3d6. I oh, know, that's a real one. 
the real one. I mean, like the one I recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Nine acid damage. Hell yeah. Pretty good. You spray it everywhere. You can see the green kind of goo sticking to the surfaces and spraying I'm around. I'm fully around. green. And again, as this happens, you don't see that kind of purple pulse that seems to be repelling sort of weapons of a physical or non-magical nature. It seems to sort of spray onto the pillar itself. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Good job, Movement, that's it. Or... Um, I'll just stay there. Mm. Keep... Look at the <laughs> just, <laughs> just, like a good job. just keep my head down <laughs> and keep on blowing some acid. Okay. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, zombies. Zombies, great. The zombies begin to <laughs> lurch towards their targets. You know what? If you touch, I'm gonna go ahead and look at that shield spell that I. Yeah, look. uh, (laughs) Listen, I don't like anything that's going on right there. That looks terrible. This one is going to use its action to uh, dash and get closer, but that uses up the action. It can't attack. You're gonna get two attacks from the zombies here. I'm just staring at the one next to me. Attack action. Come on, Marvin. Twenty-two to hit. Oh my yeah, god. That's one of them. The other one is... That's a natural one. So one of them kind of <laughs> lurches forward and Orbit dodges out of the way, but the other, she sort of backs up into the other one and she bumps into it and it whoosh, hits you with its elbow as it kind of throws down its fist. Um, you take... Four bludgeoning damage. Okay, and as Orba's like uh, turning this from that hit, she instinctively... Points her finger at the guy who got her and casts Hellish Rebuke. Great. Um, so, creature dex save, dex save throw. That is a 17. Okay, he saves, but he takes half. Okay. Uh, where is that D10? There it is. Yeah, okay, 2D10. 10. 10. 13, 6. 6, six damage. Great. 6. Uh, fire, fire damage. damage. Great. You see eruption of flame kind of come off of orb as she fires back at the zombie. I need you to make a concentration saving throw. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, I I Gosh, remind me what I do with that again. I'm sorry. Is it just a straight save? There's no modifier on it? Uh, I believe, yeah. Sorry. I always forget that. Uh, yes, uh, maintain with concentration. Um, taking damage, you need to make a constitution saving throw, and the DC is either 10 or half the damage you take, whichever is greater. So it's going to be 10, so you need to beat 10. Okay, easy, I guess, easy, I, easy, I, easy, I, guess I kind of understood that. Jesus Christ. That's a 9, and then what? It, what? Then you fail. Oh. It was a saving throw, so you add your constitution saving throw. It's still mine. <laughs> so, so you lose your concentration. Okay. Or, so or, Bizarre can feel kind of the Aww. magic dissipate from her. Well, that was fun. <laughs> he cast again. Hold on to that. Okay. Um, okay. The zombies okay. have gone. Okay, it's me. Um, okay, I'm going to try to fire at one of these zombies with a wolf bow, and hopefully I will hit something. Pick one for me. Um, this is the one that was hellish rebuked by Orba. The other two were oh, all yeah, uh, I'm going to do that one, then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you... Stop rolling. Hitting that time to hit. That what? hits. Oh! Oh! Zombies are very... Yes! 
I did not oh. think that was gonna they, hit. I can't believe how badly I've been rolling. Cause you're I wonder if you roll anything other than a natural one. Okay, I'm not even ready to roll for the damage. Okay, one d six. She just assumed she wasn't. Yeah. I just, I, I just, I saw the three and I was like, Whoa. I think it's plus glasses, literally yeah. impossible yeah, no, for you is. to miss a zombie. Dex. Oh, really? Except for a one. A one is an automatic fail, but yes, it, they have an AC of eight, so she feels like so she gets it. I guess none, no, none of them were wearing armor? Oh, yeah. it, no, they, they were stripped, like I said, they, they oh, were right, stripped of all armor that looked functional. 13 so. total damage 13 with the. Uh, you see the arrow of the longbow kind of sink in. Now, was that the animus bow? Yes. And yeah, I'm activating animus. Activating animus. Uh, is it the same form? It is. I'm, so I'm in the same body. It's bear with it's wolf bear. head? Yes, it's the gold tank. Great. Uh, bear Do you have a bear with wolf head, actually? No, but no. I, I have Damn. a bear. Shit, did I take that out here? I think we took the bear out, so we are just going to use this because it is a large sized creature. So that is Severa in bear form. Is the so the arrow sinks in, and you see the eruption of the claws come out, and Safira traveling through the bow and appearing at its side. Now I think it also lets you make another attack, or um, yeah. Oh no, that feature I think is no longer there. Yeah, actually. Oh no. It used to make an attack right as you came out, but I think that is not a part of it anymore. Got nerfed. A time of old. Uh, yeah. Great. So you're in bear form then. Got nerfed. Great. Okay. Okay, who's next? Oh, it's me. Um, <laughs> put the sissy water down and get back in the game. I know, I really, I know. Um, okay. We're gonna start speeding up our rounds here. Okay. People gotta give it a little. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna put my hand on Bazaar again and cast. Dragon's Breath. Okay. Acid Ow. seems to do just fine. Once again, you feel infused. Are you using the same type of damage? Yes. Acid, acid was, is, seems fine. She really once likes again, me. Once again. <laughs> um, she and, hates that, though. <laughs> and then, I guess, seeing Saphira there, I'm going to just go ahead and cast, like, Ray of Frost at the totem. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Ray of Frost at the totem. It doesn't okay. have an AC, right? So I just. It does have an AC. It just automatically fails saving throws. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, AC. got it. Uh, uh, that's a 15 to hit? That hits. One for damage. Three damage. Alright. <laughs> a little blast of cold energy. And again, you don't see that pulse. The, the magical energy seems to pass through its sort of magical shield essence, whatever it is. Okay, that's it for me. Okay, who's next? It's uh, Erland. Is it an action or a bonus action to switch weapons? Uh, uh, to put away a weapon does not take an action. To put away and pull out a new one is an action. Great, so putting away my dumb darts and <laughs> pulling out my quarterstaff. Great. Uh, I'm gonna then move 40 feet towards, uh, to- directly towards, uh, where I last I saw the mage lady. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Great. Um, and that's my action, and that's my movement. Ooh, that's interesting. I don't want to do that yet. Uh, that's my turn. Great. Okay, Graven. Oh. Running towards the um, thingamadoo, uh, the totem, thingamadoo but keeping my eyes kind of uh, averted. I said the necromancer is the threat! And I'm gonna bring some light and helig yield, and I'm gonna yeah. cast Radiance of the Dawn out around me. Okay, first so, show me where you ran to. Do you have yes. your laser pointer? Uh, sure. So, yeah, I, sure. I have 20... 
I have 30 feet, yep. and I want to get to where... Five, probably ten, just 15, yeah. 20, 25, 30. You want to go up there? Uh, uh, how... F- I want to... What's 30 feet away from me over here from there? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30 is there? Uh, five back. And 30 feet of constitution saving throws, everything. Okay. Um, great. Uh, so we'll do each of the zombies. This closest one, natural 20. This one, that's a 2. And this one, uh, that is a 13. I'm sorry, say those again. Natural 20, 2, 13. Oh, 13 Jeff's fucking saves. So oh. only one fails. Okay. Shit. Um, 2d10. I know I have another one. Do you want my... Okay. God. 6 on the fails, 3 on the saves of Radiant. You were saying about them not being a threat. It's there. <laughs> There's gonna be more in a second. Don't worry. It's not like yeah. Um, just, it's true. It's, it's not like we're gonna be wanting from it. Is that radiant damage? Yeah. Six and three. The blast goes out. This one dies, and you see it kind of stagger a little bit and try to maintain its composure, but the radiant energy kind of blasts over it, and it falls down on the ground there. Oh, because um, it's already. That also does, this is the, is this the turned one where they get turned? No, that's the other one. Um, I wanted to hit the totem. The totem is also within, yep. So that, that, that took the- six. Uh, What was the saving throw on it? Constitution. Okay, I didn't roll for that one. Oh, I thought it's, it failed also. That's just dexterity. Just dexterity saves oh. that you know of. It's a, it's a five. I mean, it fails. Yay! <laughs> um, so the totem took the full six. Great. Alright, that's it. Okay. Great. Great blast of light comes out. And the zombies reel back from the light. Totem. Uh, the totem's up. Great. It vibrates again. The dead zombie yep. picks itself back up. And in addition, a couple of other bodies around. Yeah. I thought three was a little meager. I knew it was gonna be like. Start to pick themselves up. Oh, those guys are scary. Oh, really? They look the same. I didn't have enough of them. No, I just don't like the pictures. <laughs> they sit up at first and then scoop themselves up into a standing position and ready themselves. They're going to be at the same thing as the other zombies. Okay. Where are uh, we? The woman. Right. She blinks back into existence. Someone eat her alive. <laughs> and once again sort of bonus action to maintain the totem that she sort of seeps energy into. And then, is anyone close enough? She takes her staff, and this time instead of kind of holding it up to let the eyes glow, she points it forward, and you see kind of a purple bolt of necrotic energy come out, and I need, uh, this is actually just an attack roll on Bizarro. Uh, that is a 18 to hit. Nope! Bizarro brings the shield down and Blasts away, and you sort of redirect the energy into the side of the cliff. And then she's gonna attempt to disappear again. Literally, which she does. No! She sucks. What a nervous day. That was one, two, three, four. Just counting the number of times she's done it. Yeah. What? How long does that spell last? Okay. Seems like there's a number of times that she disappears. Oh my god. She disappears again. Alright, uh, Bizarra. 
And now that other zombie, I'm aciditing again. Great, so <laughs> this time you can hit this one zombie yeah. and the totem at the yeah. same time. I'm going to do that. Great. The totem automatically fails, but the zombie rolls a four. Yay! Great, so. <laughs> oh, so that's the six. Da, 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 da. Three, Three. Be six. <laughs> uh, seven. Seven, great. So the totem takes the full seven, and the zombie takes the full seven as well. Great. And yes, you see it kind of de- eating into the clothes, the like remaining tattered clothes on one of the zombies, and you see some of the flesh kind of drips off of its arm Yikes. and splats on the ground as the acid eats into it. Um. I'm gonna do since I took a long. I'm gonna do action surge, action surge, and do it so one more time. <laughs> yeah. Does it limit the number of times you can do it per turn? Just so I know. I didn't read that, but go uh, ahead and give it a skin. Until the spell ends, the creature can use an action to exile energy. It's just type yeah, energy. Yep. Each yeah. creature. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Say do it again. Yep. No, I'm gonna do it again. Come on, come on. So summons a little extra energy again. The totem automatically fails. And the zombie rolls a thirteen. It's my spell save? I think so, yeah. Fails. Yes. Three to six to both. Whoa. Man, am I good at picking out spells or what? Uh, ten. Ten, great. So they both take the full ten. Ten. Great. Another layer of acid kind of eats, and this zombie looks like it's kind of rattled and it's trying to lift up its arm and another piece falls Ugh. off of it. It hasn't quite gone down, but you, you've sort of That's eaten gross. away at its flesh. And the totem? I mean, it's you spray, spray the acid all over it. It looks like it's <laughs> anything happening to it? No. The acid seems to be eating away at the sort of flesh and bone of the totem, but it, it does not look like it's about to collapse or anything. Okay. That's it. Okay. Alright, zombies. Zombies, great. So, these two are going to go for their same target again. <laughs> On Orba, two attacks on Orba, one attack on Bizarra, two attacks on Bizarra, Mm. 10, 15, one attack on Graven. So, uh, Orba, 19 to hit. Yeah. Two to hit. That one misses. Uh, Bizarra, 13 to hit. Uh, 12 to hit. And Graven, 16 to hit. So, one hit on Orba and one hit on Graven. Yeah. Uh, Orba, you take five bludgeoning damage. Raven, you take four bludgeoning damage. As you feel the slamming sort of motion come out from the zombie as they sort of swing their limp arms to bump into you. Okay, I'm throwing Constitution saving throw. Concentration saving. Natural 20. Yeah! Yeah. She still feels it. Maintains her focus. Okay. Great. That's the zombies. Sephira. I'm gonna, Sephira's gonna take a second to shout. Oh, I can't shout anything. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a wolf head, so she can howl. Uh, I can't do anything. Okay, never mind. Um, she's thinking really hard. Orba, get the hell out of there! Um, she, I don't see, I don't see where she blipped in and out of existence. So I'm um, gonna. Well, uh, you did because she disappeared from here the last time. You're right. You haven't seen like kind of really her most recent spot. Um yet. and. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a if I have a multi attack, can I make one attack on one person then another attack on a different yep. person? Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna attack the one that's behind Orba Great. now. Go ahead and make your attack roll. Um, 
I believe it has advantage. Yes. Do you have pack tactics or no? Uh, that... I do because someone's within five feet. Yes, yes Orbit's within five feet. I well, okay. <laughs> Gonna still take that first roll. Um, strength. What's my strength again? It's the bear strength. strength. Yep. It's the bear strength. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, 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 okay. So 13, 16, 18 to hit. That hits. I got for damage. Okay. Kill everything. <laughs> Murder everything. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Okay, and I get. Do I get Colossus Slayer when I'm a bear? We decided about this. Yes. Okay. Five, eight. So far. Oh, nine. Come on. Nine, nine damage. damage. Great. Boom. Comes out with a big claw. Smashes it. Uh, that one. Yeah. This one. Okay. And now I'm going to sort of lumber over to the other one and uh, try to bite that This one? one? Yes. Great. The other one that's cornered over them. Boom. Oh, that's good. <laughs> okay. Uh, 23 to hit. It hits, roll for damage. Nice. This one is injured as well. Okay. Uh, 13 total damage. Great. Another claw. You smash into it and it kind of rattles a little bit, sort of disoriented and dazed. Still up, but... Uh, okay. Um, now... Uh... I want to use my movement, I think, to lumber around to the other side that of the... Was five, ten... You've used 15 feet of movement. Yeah, so I will use the remaining 15 feet to go as far as I can, sort of around the other side of the totem. 15, sure. Okay. Uh, that was two attacks of opportunity there from the zombies. Yeah. This one and this one. First one is nine to hit. A nine misses. The second one is 16 to hit. 16 hits. You take five bludgeoning damage. Okay. Boom! As it smashes you on the way by. Okay, who's next? Uh, it's Orba. Uh, so I'm just gonna rev up and cast Ray of Frost again at the totem. Keep going, Bizarra! I realize, do, am I attacking with disadvantage because of the zombies? Yes. Okay, I didn't do that for the uh, first time no, I attacked the totem. Sorry, I didn't. <clears throat> That's a 15 to hit. That hits. Okay, D8. Six damage. Six. <laughs> and it's goes out. And you can see some of the ice kind of clinging to the bones and the flesh on the totem pole. Okay. Uh, gosh, that's it. I'm standing there. Okay. Uh, yeah, or like, if I'm ready in action, can it be a movement and an action? No. Uh, it just has to be, yes. Yeah. Okay, so like reading a quarter staff attack has to if be. If you guess the right spot, yes. Exactly. If you guess it is within five feet of it, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. Um, okay, I am going to move. What is that? 5, 10, 15, 20. So that's where she last was. That's where you right? last are, yep. And where was she right before that? Sorry, was she like right here? Okay. Um. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I'm gonna, can I move to right there? Do I have enough movement to move right there? 40 feet? 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, 30. Sorry, uh, one, one more, I wanna be like diagonal there. Yeah, yeah, right there. Um, and I'm going to ready a two-handed quarterstaff attack for uh, if she appears within melee range of me. Sure. 
now, do I want to do anything fun? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. No. That's my turn. All right. Okay. It's the Graven. It's the Graven. It's, it's the, the Graven. The Graven. Um, trying to keep my eyes away from the glowy parts. I'm going <laughs> to cast uh, Guiding Bolt. Uh, on the totem, it says a creature. Can I still cast uh, yes, it? Yes, it counts. Okay. Yes, right. it's considered a construct, which is a creature. Cool. Yes. All right. Yeah. Is this an attack roll? This is a uh, dexterity save. A dexterity save. Okay. Uh, nope. Forgive me. It is a ranged spell attack. Then that's with disadvantage if you're shielding your eyes. Uh, right. My new modifier. Okay, disadvantage. Fourteen. That hits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 4d6. Oh yeah. Light it up. Oh, Come on, Anthony. 4 plus 8 is 12 radiant damage. 12 radiant damage? Yeah. Yo, radiant though. The guiding bolt goes out. You see it, and it looks like that sort of shield that it's been blocking some of the physical. You see it kind of flutter into existence for a little bit, and the radiant damage just punches through it. You see it like a piece of the totem Amazing. goes like flying off. <laughs> Parts of it are starting to crumble down. Cool. It seems like you punched a good hole through it, and that also and next attack is a next attack is an advantage on it. Great, because oh, yeah. awesome. it glows with a bit of good glow, not Great. evil glow. <laughs> uh, you done? Um, yeah. Totem. <coughs> okay. Oh god. I cannot believe it. Come on! Oh my god! I believe it. I mean, the stupidest what? thing I've ever done. <laughs> I used channel divinity uh, and I didn't just wait and then turn try to turn everything. I can't do that. Now. That's okay. I did three damage. Do you need instead. another pug? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, come over here because I'm surrounded by zombies. All right. Fine. Yeah, there's a red card. Yeah, they're literally encircling me against this totem. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. You, you're see. Let's go. What? Yeah, I think they would. Ha- I think they would have to roll an at twenty on. They you they might actually have to roll. But they're zombies. I assume they don't have a good mod. Just again. Illustrate. I have two hits, half my HP. That's the totem's turn again. There are no, you know, dead ones at the moment, so there none can rise, but a couple additional bodies rise up. Those are not skeletons, they're zombies. I didn't have enough okay. They're all the same. All zombies. Okay. The black lion woman. Okay. Once again. Points into existence. I don't know. Or Where is she standing on top of my head? Oh! oh! No, I was too away. Okay, I feel less bad. Um, Close enough. Orba would know this now that you can communicate to Erland. You can choose the spot that you come back into. Yeah. She can, you know, choose the, the within. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> blinks back into existence. Chance towards the totem again. And this time you see a little bit of energy creep off her fingers into the totem, and you watch as some of the pieces of the totem. No, 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 no. Start no, no, to no. reform as you hear a clicking. Some of the pieces, and it seems to heal a little bit. Would I know that as regaining hit points? You would know her as restoring it in some way. Okay. Well, she didn't restore. Did you not use um? Good. We used her frost. Yeah. Well, chill touches necrotic damage. Um. Great, and she is going. uh, (laughs) That was her action. No! Oh, Passed all of those so far. Jesus. Okay. Okay. Uh, after that, it's busy. Okay, great. Um, is Are both of those zombies within 15 feet? It's a 15 foot cone, is that yeah. what it is? Yes. So you would need to go 
here in order to get all three of those. Uh, and they would have opportunities of attack, right? Uh, one of them would. If you go here, um, you could get these <laughs> three, and only that one would get an opportunity. I'll do it. Right. That's it, that's right. it, that's it. That's the way. Shield up. Turns around. That's a 14 to hit. Nope. Great. Okay. Here we go. Um, so I'm gonna use the acid, and I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. It's insane. So, uh, automatically fails. The one closer to the totem, 11. Fails. And the one closer to Bizarra, 8. Fails. They yes. all fail. Fourteen. Nice. Fourteen. Yes. Great. Oh, yeah. yes. This sort of eruption of acid comes spewing out, and Severe kind of in bear form, like wriggles back a little bit as the acid goes spraying over the zombies. Uh, great. Uh, Thirteen or fourteen? Sorry. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, this zombie goes down. Yeah. Get him out of here. And this one does not, but you give it a good spray. Uh, great. Spraying all over. You can see it's kind of steam rising from the totem as the acid continues to eat through the bone and the flesh. Anything else? Um, Does that count as using up the advantage from, from my guy? No, it's not an attack roll. Yeah. Oh, it's sweet. sweet. It's, a, it's a saving throw. Before the end of my next turn. Ooh, so if nobody attacks, Does... I would get the advantage. Yes. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. I thought I would go away. Um... The distracting and goading that says weapon attack. That was not a weapon. That's not a weapon. Yep. Nice thought. I'm done. Okay. Uh, zombies. Zombies, once again, sort of simple-minded creatures. They go towards the closest targets. <laughs> two of them attack on Orba. Two on Graven. Come on. Uh, one on Sephira. Oh. And one on... Somebody else kill him! I'm trying to. Orba. Eleven to hit. Keep going. Seven to hit. Uh, shield. I cast shield. Great. So that doesn't hit. Attacks bounce off. Graven two attacks. Uh, seven to hit. And sixteen to hit. One hit. Just keep track of how many times you've been hit. Sephira, um, twelve to hit on the bear. Hits. Hits. And Erland, uh, nine to hit. Nine misses. Great. So one hit on Graven, one hit on Sephira. Okay. Graven, you take four bludgeoning damage. Sephira, you take four bludgeoning damage. As the zombies all kind of lurch forward, sort of clumsily throwing out strikes and punches and slam attacks as they lumber forward. Uh, okay, it's the winter. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, she is she? No, she blinked out of existence again. The zombie. Well, that's so annoying. Okay, listen. I'm gonna attack the one that's. I, okay, I think I'm gonna run over to the one that's still by uh, Orba. That's like okay, kind so of. I'm gonna move over here. So uh, it's gonna be an opportunity attack. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, that is a cop to die. That is a thirteen to hit. Hits. I'm just getting myself. You take five bludgeoning damage. Wow. Um, okay, cool. So the bear is still up. Okay. Um, I'm gonna t- take both of my attacks at this one zombie that's Go here. Go ahead. Make your attacks. Uh, nine to hit? Because it oh, right, has an right, 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 right. Nine to hit still? That Why hits. are you still? <laughs> Give me so that. As long as you I, I just rolled a two 
quite Give me okay. A, no, you know, I'm taking it away from you. I'm gonna we don't have, have that conversation many with you, you later. <laughs> we need those. We need I can't lasers. believe it hits. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. And you're doing the modifier for the bear, correct? Not severe. Modifier. Yes, okay, yes, great. yes, yes. Um, okay. Um, what did I just roll before? Two and a five. Two, okay, seven. Okay. And this one's been injured, right? It has, yes. Okay. 15, total damage. Great. Nice. <laughs> the claw goes, and the body just goes limp as he gets smashed to the hey, ground. Yeah. Um, and you, that was the first attack. That was attack. the first attack, yep. so you so... Can, And you use 5, 10, 15 feet of movement. So you can still move 15 feet and make another attack. Um, okay, I'm gonna make, then, another attack at the zombie that's closest to BZ. You going back to where you were? Uh, yes. Okay. Because I know she's over there. Okay. I don't know what to do. <laughs> want to hit That's her. Um, no opportunity attacks there, and make an attack. Ah, the, the there we go. Again. Here we go. Oh, you right. Well, like that, that it's still a natural yeah. No. It's not a natural 20. <laughs> I can tell by your reaction. The coolest natural 20 ever. Not <laughs> 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 20. Yeah. Uh, 23 to hit. Okay, let's roll for damage. And this one's injured? It is. Okay. 11 total damage. Nice. Once again, another claw. And the zombie goes thumping to the ground. How is the one behind you still up, Horva? That one has not been, because that one has not been in range of any of Bizarra's acid attacks, so. It got hit by Graven's light. I think that one was the dead one and then came back. Yep. It is. Yep. There's some good damage too. Okay. Alright, that's it. Okay. Who's up? It's me. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna keep plowing through and trying to get this freaking totem. Okay. Same attack? Yeah. Okay. Or is it a saving throw? Uh that's no. An attack roll. It's an attack roll. Okay. It's an advantage. Great. It has uh, neither, neither disadvantage nor advantage because she's next to a another thing. Next to a thing. There you go. Ooh, 11 to hit. That hits. Yes, okay. Thank God it's a structure. Eight damage. Nice. Yes. Concentrates it, <laughs> blasts it with a uh, sort of totem of cold energy. Uh, great. Anything else? Uh. No. 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 Erlen. So. The spot, I'm sorry, man, I can't quite reach around it. But the mm-hmm. spot that's sort of right there next to the totem. Yes. Is the spot in that direction towards it occupied by a dead zombie right now? I just no, can't no. And again, they're sort of only occupying five feet of space. Yeah, no. There's, there's all around that invisible figure are open spaces. Are open spaces. Yeah, I'm going to have leaning the other way if that I am then going to just step towards the totem and occupy, like, literally right on that flat edge, right? Like, right up against it. Okay. Um, there. And I'm gonna ready a quarterstaff attack, two and a quarterstaff attack, if she appears. Okay. You got it. Uh, Poor Erlen. Attack of opportunity from the zombie. She appears in I'm an honest. Uh, 19 to hit. I, uh, did I, I didn't say anything. He didn't, uh... <laughs> you take three bludgeoning damage. Damn it. <laughs> Shut up, John. Uh, Graven's next if John is yeah. next. Seeing that it worked decently well last time, I'm gonna conjure up another <laughs> guiding bolt. Are you looking away from it? Uh... He already has disadvantage, right? Well, it's... I would get advantage, but I'm not advantage. It would just be flat if I looked at it. 
Uh, no, it would be with disadvantage. Wait, so... It's a ranged spell attack, yeah. which gets disadvantage if you have a melee within five feet. Uh, but if I look at it... Oh, it doesn't... That's with you looking at it. You can't get double disadvantage. So if you're looking away... Oh, so no, I'm not looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's either disadvantage already... or disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. Which one would you like? So just definitely don't look at it. <laughs> I will not look at it. Okay. Uh, ranged spell attack. And it's not negated because I've already used up the advantage. Right. Sorry. I believe in us. I believe in us. Eight... Eight hits. <gasps> yes. Yes. Wow. Thank God. I can't yes, even yes, get yes. away from my shitty rolls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, 46 again, I think. Come on. Which I think was, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, oh, oh, oh. That is that looks good. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, fine. All right, so oh, I already forgot what the first two rolls were. Uh, <laughs> I just wasn't it four or something. Four, twelve, four, four and a one. Three. A four and a one or a three and a one. Four and a one. <laughs> we need more dice, folks, so we can yeah. roll them all at the same time. It was a four. Four and a one. But I think four. it was four total, like a three and a one. Oh, I thought it was a four and a one. Well, we're going with the low we're one. We're gonna go with the low one. It's yeah. uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Great. Thirteen. And once again, it seems to penetrate to the shield and <laughs> pieces of it. And it looks now you're sort of aiming at the same spot each time, and this yeah. portion in the middle is getting carved out yeah. by radiant energy. And the totem looks yes. like it's starting to kind of yes. sag. That's not right. Die! Die! die. Crash the totem, die! I want you to burn you just the link right next. To Sorry, and you said thirteen. Yeah, she's definitely in a chest. That elf boy looks lovely. Look, all I've done is there. try and kick my friend in the ass, miss, and then wait for a lady to appear for the last, like, five minutes. I can't get more than one with you. It's the totem. Okay. Vibrations come up again. Oh, my God. You can only do three. Is there only three? Yep. One, two... Oh, perfect. All the ones. So the just... things that are dead are, are they occupying the space next to the totem? So the things that we killed are back up. Or, yes, have come back up after falling and down. We're back to square but it doesn't bring up any new ones because it was resurrecting ones that already existed. Oh. Do they go back to full HP? Do we they know that? go back to full HP? Wow. Is that spot right next to me occupying my melee now with that zombie? Or? You are not with that okay. melee. Yep. If she wants to touch that totem, the totem is done. Who are we at? The lady. BLT. Black lion. Black lion. Black lettuce, tomato. She lets go sort of within, no longer close enough to the totem to sort of chant and feed her energy into it. That's right. All right, she comes back in. And she's going to hold up her staff and shoot a bolt at Erland. See what I did for the team? That is a 16 to hit. I am going to throw up bolt arc. Great. And as this sort of necrotic energy comes flying out, you send it to the side with a bull. Oh, <laughs> the necrotic energy goes flying out and sort of connects with the cliff. She's gonna try to disappear again. Oh no. For the first time, <gasps> wow. she sort of concentrates yes. and yes. is yes. able yes. to get herself yes. out of the spot that she's in. Oh, you're going out. down. She's like, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks around yeah. better than the car. Oh my god. What's up? Me. Come on, be I'm gonna move as much as I can. Where? As much as, <laughs> as, much as I uh, just was. What's much forward? As I can. Sorry. I mean, like towards the totem. Okay. But like, Five, ten, I want to try to get her in my 
cone. Oh, uh, you can't. What is it? Fifteen? Yeah. Ten? You cannot. Yeah. <laughs> you can get. You can get Erland in your cone. Yeah. Ten, fifteen. <laughs> you can get these two in a cone, or yeah. you can get all three of these in a cone. The two Plus zombies in the totem, or one zombie in her. Those are the two. I'm gonna get one zombie in her. Great. So you'll go here. Great. Uh, dexterity saving throw for the zombie. That is a 12. Fails. Fails, and then she rolls a natural 20. Oh, is it, is it half damage on a, on a success? Yeah, you take it. Yes. Okay. If you want to read so it. roll it. So the zombie takes the full brunt, and then she takes half damage. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> it wasn't good, but oh, I don't Uh, It's eight. Eight. <laughs> Another spray of acid goes out. She's, that's the first damage she's taken. No, she takes four not, damage. Uh, she took a little damage from Orba's. Uh, oh, Ray of Frost. Yes. That's right. Ray of yep. Frost. That's right. It's not the first damage she's taken. Okay. Zombies. Unless you're still booping. Nah, I'll just stay there. Okay. <laughs> the zombies all come lurching forward. Two attacks on Graven, two attacks on Orba, one attack on Saphira, one attack on Bazara, one attack on Erlen. <sighs> So we'll go try to go and we'll go this way to the other way. Two attacks on Graven first. There's a nine to hit. Yes. And an eighteen to hit. Uh, I'm gonna warding flare this one. That is a sixteen to hit. God bless America. You take well, two bludgeoning damage. So that's a one there. Um, orb is the next one up. Uh, that is a eleven to hit uh-huh. and a natural one. Uh, I'm going to cast shield again. <laughs> Once again. And the zombies kind of <laughs> clang against the magical energy. Next up is Bazara. That's a six to hit. No. And uh, Saphira. That is a 12 to hit. Hits. Really? Really? Yeah. The bear has bear Oh, you're still the bear. I thought you were no longer. Uh, three bludgeoning damage. Yeah, I'm out. I'm no longer the bear. Right. <laughs> hits the bear and you kind of, and as she's roaring, she kind of turns back into Saphira's form. Do I take, I don't remember, do I take the leftover damage? You do of, take the spillover damage. The spillover damage. Yep. And Erlen. Uh, seven to uh, eighteen to hit. Minus four. Uh, that's not gonna get me that yeah, one. Take you take four bludgeoning damage. Get out of here. Do you want it? Alright, that's the zombies. Uh, okay, Sephira. Okay, um, I'm going to, uh, uh, I have to switch bows now, don't I? Or can I just take out my... You can still use that bow. It still functions as a regular I... bow, you just can't use its Yeah, and I guess features. it has the same to hit modifier It has the same now. to hit modifier. Yeah, okay. Um, then I'm just gonna fire this bow. Actually, I'm gonna take a second first to uh, cast... Cast Talk with Animals? <laughs> yeah, cast Talk with Animals. <laughs> and say, so... is there anyone out there that can help? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I'm... <laughs> I'm gonna cast a uh, hunter's mark on her. Alright. Speak with animals. <laughs> Just to speak with her. So. And then I'm going Why to. Like you are within melee range. You can either step back and incur an attack of opportunity, or you can fire gonna, with disadvantage. I'm gonna step back and fire. Yeah. Zombie makes an attack. Ooh, that's a seven to hit. Misses. Great. Firing. This, with, with listen to me. Attack. You will do what I want <laughs> you to do. She's trying to break the cycle. Ah! Alright. There you go. Fine. 25 to that hit. Hits. Take Roll the damage. <laughs> dumb, dumb. The extra damage for Hunter's Mark and Colossus Slayer. Okay. Um, wait, one. I believe 
believe that bow does do a little less Yes, damage. it does. Yeah. That's why. So it's 1d6 plus dex. So it's like this. Oh. oh. Fresh out. Yeah. <laughs> Four, Four plus, plus. I know, Colossus Slayer, but listen, this and is Hunter's not. Mark. Consolation. Okay. Nine. Twelve total damage. Twelve damage, great. Sort of having the hunter's mark on her, she's able to kind of line up a shot. And you can see her, she's trying to kind of will herself back, kind of out of blinking, and she feels the, like, arrow Can't stick hide now. Her. Ha! Uh, yeah. That's she's it. scared. That's Magnus. <laughs> she's okay. terrified. Okay, so you can see it. And it's a little hard for me to see on the other side, but if I took one step back, I would still be in melee of those two uh, dum-dums. Uh, One yeah. step toward Graven, sorry. Yes, that would still be within melee. Probably. And then yeah. cast Thunder Wave. I think it what? would... What's that? It is a what? Uh, can third? it still hit the totem? Sorry, again, what's the range? Slash? 15, sorry. 15 is it 50 foot cone? Co- uh, cube. 50 foot cube? Cube. Uh, uh, one, two, three. You can hit... What are you trying to hit? I'm trying to hit both those two guys and then the totem. You cannot do that. Really? You can hit... Your options are... Uh, like... The totem and this closer zombie. You can do a 15-foot cube there that does the totem and this zombie that you can't see. It's on the other side of the that totem. That guy? Or a 15-foot cube that you can get these two and the totem and Bizarra. Uh-huh. Or you can do, this one's too, or, yeah, that one's too far away. Uh, Oh, okay. I thought I could do, like, this kind of diagonal and then have it jut out. Uh, you can. That won't hit the totem. You can hit the two. Yeah, that will not hit the totem. All right. Um, sorry, Bizarra. I'm going to cast it so I hit, what is it, two zombies? You can hit two zombies and a totem. Yep. And a totem. And a Bizarra. Sorry. What kind of save is it? Lick your wounds. Uh... Yeah, gives you some acid, she gives you a Constitution save. Mm-hmm. Oh, Constitution. Okay. And I'm going to do it at a level two. Okay. Uh, the uh, closest zombie to you just rolled a natural 20. That's a save. The one in the middle, that's a... Uh, you rolled like eight natural 20s. I rolled three. <laughs> uh, that's a 12 Fails. for the closer zombie, and the totem is a 13. Fails. Okay. So only the, uh, so this one succeeded. Fail, fail, and twenty-three. Saves. Um, the totem gets pushed back ten feet. It cannot. Okay. The guy who failed does get pushed back. Okay. Ten feet. Um, and they take. Trying to take me with them. Three D eight. Let go. (laughs) This drag is easy. (laughs) Help. Uh, seventeen for those that failed. Eight for the save. Eight. Eight of your seventy-five. Forty-five. You're fine. <laughs> this one gets uh, knocked down. Oh, he does. Yep. And then Yay. the far one does not, but it took a good wallop. How much damage did it do? Sorry. There's uh, seventeen. 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 Okay. Seventeen. Okay. And that is still up. Is my still turn. Up. I'm done. It's Erland. Taking a step forward, so I stay in melee range of the zombie, but so I'm in melee range two of them. But yes, they're yeah. both still so in I'm right in between all of them. Yep. And I'm swinging around, two-handed quarterstaff attack, right at the lady. Oh, kind of right at the madam. Uh, that's 17 to hit. That hits. Roll for damage. That is eight bludgeoning damage. Great. How's she, how's she looking? 
still alive. Beat up, but still alive. Gorgeous. Just taking a couple good smacks. <laughs> All right, using a key point, and I'm going to use um, Flurry of Blows to use two more strikes. Okay. That is 14 to hit. Uh, that hits. So that is my Flurry of Blows is this guy. That is, ooh, hell yeah, seven bludgeoning damage. Nice. And remind me what coming coming back up from prone doesn't take an action. It takes half your movement. Half your but, movement. But uh, melee attacks get advantage on a prone yes, target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Range attacks get disadvantage on a prone target. What? Uh, okay, that's okay. So I'm going to say, let's say she makes a dex save to stay not prone. Uh, okay. To stay not prone. Uh, that is a 13. If my DC is 13, does that pass? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, so she stays up. Uh, she is going to make another concentration saving throw for her blink. She fails. Yay! Yes! Sit down. Stay Wait, in one blink place. Blink doesn't have a concentration saving throw. I think I got you excited for nothing, and I had rolled one earlier for nothing. Uh, yeah, that does not have a concentration saving you throw. Bitch. I don't know why I thought it did. <laughs> Wait, so 11 to hit for the second What does that mean? She's uh, still it's to... still under the effects. Still it lasts there. for a duration. It's not, it's a, not a concentrating spell. It just happens. But she failed to actually blink again. Yes, it doesn't end when she fails to blink. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> eleven to hit. Uh, eleven misses. That sucks. Um, sweet. Uh, sweet, 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 sweet. Those are that. I don't know. That's my turn. Okay. Raven. Okay. Uh, how's this thing looking? <laughs> the totem. Yeah. I mean, you've done some serious damage to it with the radiant damage. It's starting to eat into the. Into the <laughs> so sticky. Okay, I'm gonna do it again. Here yeah, it comes, that's it. bitch. Disadvantage. It's a good choice. With disadvantage. disadvantage. Um, <clears throat> or if you move out of range Wait, of... Really? Really what? Yes. Oh, As in, yeah, because no. I'm close to It's them, a range spell attack, this. and you're within five feet of an attacker. And ball. even if I stepped away... I'm kind of looking away from, I'm averting my eyes. If you choose to look away. Yeah. Yeah, But not looking at it. To get not, to not be a disadvantage, (laughs) I would have have to move away and look at look right at it. I will not do that. Yeah, that's that. I will cast a second level guiding bolt. Okay. A disadvantage. Go for it. Oh, yeah. 18 to hit. That hits. All right, so at second level, it's 5d6. And hopefully that'll... Friggin' do it. Finish it. Come on. Right? Yeah, that's five. Okay. Do you want more D6 so you can add? Let's just do them all together. Yeah. Here's a D6. I have the whole bag here, too. Rip. Oh, God. Uh, Uh, Okay. For sure. It's fine. It's fine. These are lots of good stuff here. Uh, 12, uh, uh, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 radiant damage. With its weakness, yeah. a whopping 42 radiant Woo-hoo-hoo. damage. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy and the radiant shit. energy seeps in between the bones and <laughs> like pieces of it start oh. to fly off. Uh, ah, yes. Graven! Yeah, seriously. <laughs> falls over and it kind of collapses down into the Does anything happen to the undead? Uh, the zombies stay up. Oh, that's cool. That's and fine. lady stays too? <laughs> yes. But the totem is Alright, um... Good job, good job. Uh, I'm gonna... Yeah, that's it. 
Okay. okay to uh, totem dead. Totem dead. Totem dead. All right, it's the lady. Okay, she's going to take a few steps back. Erlen, attack of opportunity. Fifteen to hit. Fifteen hits. Yeah. You can run, but you can't. I mean, seven bludgeoning damage. She can also kind of hide. She definitely does. She's kind of limping away a little bit, and she turns around one last time, and she's gonna shoot another bolt of necrotic energy at you there. Natural one. Bolt fires the bolt, and it kind of dissipates into the air there. How much damage was that? Yes, I do. Okay, um, just gonna try to get all these these zombies out of here. So now that the totem is gone, they can't get resurrected, so this one is permanent. Great, and there's two right in front of me, right? Uh, there's one that you're within melee range of right there, and then there's another one right there, yep. But they're the 15 foot. They're both Would I hit anybody? Uh, you can hit these two without hitting anyone, or you can hit all three of these, but it would also catch our load. That's tasty. Uh... Dexterity saving throw. I'll go from you to the other side. That's a five, that fails. The next one, that's a eight, that fails. Uh -huh. And an 11. Fails. All the zombies fail. 17. Saves. Yeah. Good job. You still take half. Good, good job. What? Oh, right. <laughs> you still take I half. I had to do it too. It's not that bad. Not good. <laughs> it's not cocked. It's, um, it's not bad. It's eight. Eight four damage for Earl. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. Told you. Yeah. Uh, this one. Some I mean, little acid on this you. This one got you. So. <laughs> the acid starts to eat away at it, and it kind of reaches yes. up one last time, and then kind of collapses Fine. in a puddle of acid there. You didn't even kill either of the other guys? You killed one of them. I don't well, care. Well, <laughs> we're that feuding. one's not even We're yeah, feuding? Oh my now. goodness. Yeah, that one just got damaged. Yep. Um, that's it. Okay. All right, zombies. Zombies, they're just gonna, in their sort of state of uh, disarray, they're Raven. gonna just lurch towards their targets here. This one's gonna look towards the one that just spit at her. Two on Graven, one on Bazaar, one on Erland. Graven, 11 to hit. Yes. 17 to hit. Warding Flare. Uh, 12 to hit. Yes. Great. And Bazaara, natural one. <laughs> and Erlin, that is a nine to hit. Uh, misses. Right? So, Don't I get attacked? Uh, yes, you do. Uh, why? 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 Why uh, would you point yeah, this out Yeah, I was only looking at the card. Orb is like... Well, it's a seven. So Orb is yeah. yeah. I can't, you honestly... Um, we're gonna have a whole bunch of... I don't think you always have to have a nap. It's yeah. never gonna change. Who's next? Uh, here. It's me. Um, okay, I'm gonna take... If I take a step, am I close enough to provoke an attack of opportunity? You are ten feet away from the zombie. Great. I'm gonna get a little bit closer to our lady. How much closer? Just oh, like five ten. feet, because okay. I, I still want to stay away from her, but I I want to make sure if she's running away that I, like, I don't know. Right. Honey. She was limping away. Yeah. Right? yeah. She was. Twenty-five to hit again. Twenty-five hits. Roll for damage. She's hunter's mark. She's colossus uh, yeah. slayer. Yeah. Oh, light her up, baby. Okay. Colossus Slayer, right? Mm -hmm. she's, okay. okay, so 
10 total damage. Shows how it's done. Ah, okay, so Safira, seeing that she's gone down, kind of has, like, a moment of looking around to see if the zombies have gone down? Well, describe your attack first. You're right. yeah. yeah. in a cool yeah. thing. Just hit, the, just hit the lady. You already saw I'll all I'll tell it. you. I mean, I, I take my arrow and I fire. I try to get it right between her eyes. Ugh, you do so. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, I showed you. And I run up to her and I'm going to say Showed you. And as she crumbles to the ground, <laughs> the necrotic and necromantic energy keeping the zombies up, they start to they go down to one knee and then fall flat on their face. There we go. And the zombies no cease to move or react. Cease to anyway. Cease to exist again. And we exit combat. Well. Oh. Good job. Does yeah. anyone require Thank healing? That depends on when we're going to rest, I suppose. Yeah, what time of the day? I mean, it's still. Fairly, I mean, we maybe just, just past started, noon, yeah. yeah. Like, like, just before noon. I'm okay. Sweet, Albert. Come here. Listen, <laughs> please, you sometimes, if you're, if you're surrounded, you have to get out of there. The priority has to be to get out because, listen, you're so useful, but if you're in there and we have to worry about making sure that you're going to stay standing, then that's a problem, right? You're only a solution if you're far away from the fray. But if you're in the fray, you're a a solution. We get it. As long as we've known each other, she's fallen in battles as many times as you have, so... That's not entirely fair. Good point, Graven. Why is that a good... It's, it's okay. correct. I understand. I'm sorry. I'm just suggesting that you stay back. Okay. She's more capable than you believe. There were two zombies surrounding her. She could have gone down. I'll listen next time, Sabera. Sorry. You're gonna walk over to the corpse. Her corpse? Yeah, I'm gonna walk with. I'm gonna walk with them and see. As you're yelling at you. <laughs> I'm yelling at her. I'm walking away. You take a look at. She doesn't seem to have anything. She has that like bone with the skull thing that you've seen a few times. The eyes are not glowing. Seems to have lost its. And other than that, she has her outfit, and that's that's it. She doesn't have anything on her. No notes in her shoes. <laughs> no notes in her shoes. Damn. Uh, well, that was. Do we re- like? Do we don't recognize her at all. Does she have any distinguishing features? I mean, she has black line feet. Her hands are tattooed black. She has like the bone sort of strapped to her legs. Can I go up and take a closer look at the totem? Uh, it collapsed into oh. the into the canyon. There's pieces of it on the ground, like bones and things. But... over the canyon. <laughs> was that was, was that the same, uh, the exact same sorcerer that approached you in the woods? No, not the exact. No, it's not. I am curious if uh, these people are marked for death. Didn't they say that they resurrect people? Should we burn the body, perhaps? Any thoughts on I mean, that? Yes, I actually think, I think it would it's be the safest bet. We might want to take some time to try to make sure that we, I don't know, erase some of the. We don't want another necromancer to be able to walk by here and sort of, I don't know, we re-establish what they shove said. most of the bodies off the cliff and burn hers. Yeah. Well, the bodies off the cliff could still be resurrected. Sure, but at least sure, it wouldn't at least be a they'd source be resurrected in the canyon, and no one would see them right away. I think that those ones are able to be tracked, is what that yeah, Those saying. marked for death are able to be tracked. Let's do it. Alright. Okay. Make a little fire pit. Sure. Yeah. It takes a second. It takes you know, 20 minutes to gather. So. 
crackling fire. You're sort of piling the bodies onto it. I think we should burn all the bodies so that they cannot be resurrected. No, 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 we shouldn't burn all the bodies first. It's going to burn forever. And then there's going to be a fire forever. It's just just the sorcerer. I think resurrecting the sorcerer is more dangerous. Yes, all right, so the rest will... So then I'll I'll start throwing the rest off while he's doing fire. How long does this take if I excuse myself from it? Can I short rest? Um, an hour or, yeah, an hour. Doesn't if anybody mind? Would like to. No. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna do a short rest. Sure. The group can take a short rest, yes. Sure. Or no, all just, of us? I mean, or I mean, if not, one person's taking one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, know if, I didn't know if, uh, while they were doing, like, extraneous activity. That won't take an hour, but if, if you... Oh, that's okay, then. I won't. I thought that that would take an hour or so, no, so no. never mind. I'll skip But it. you can... I mean, it takes 20 minutes to shove bodies off the cliff and start a fire, and then you well, can all short rest. I short rest was like a 30-minute thing. Uh, I think an hour? An hour? Um, that's fine. I'll just wait. Uh, one hour, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, let's hop on the yeah, horses. Yeah, at least one hour yeah. long. Let's yeah. get out of here. Let's keep moving, please. All right. So you guys shove the corpse, and the, the, you're burning the one body. Those, yeah, burning the horses' body, right? path along the canyon is peaceful beyond the sight of the skirmish. And without the stench of death around you, it returns to actually a quite kind of scenic and majestic route. Slowly but surely, your surroundings become more and more recognizable, until popping up in the distance are two thick wooden posts that you know to be marking one end of Josco's Contrable Bridge. It's a long way to the other side. Too long to get a meaningful look at whether anything has changed at Josco's cabin. You can't really see if he's out there or if the building's been damaged or anything to that effect. If there's any new security measures or repairs or evidence of any other attacks, you can't tell from here. You recall back to the hours spent chasing down the wizard in his curious castle and can only hope that getting his attention this time won't be such a hassle. You guys ride up. Sort of slowly so the one person walking, whoever that is, can kind of keep pace. And you ride up to the two posts. And there doesn't seem to be any right away discernible way to contact the other side. However, there are two things present that you don't remember being there. One of them is a small stone pedestal by the right side post, about kind of knee height, and it has a flat surface, except for a bump in the middle that looks like a very smooth, fist-sized, polished black rock, and it has four grooves in it. And immediately, Erland and Orba seem to recognize it, not the specific one, but it looks very much like the rock that Marvin Bishop directed (laughs) you to in his office. A rock that, when squeezed, lights up another stone somewhere else. And the other thing that you see is a kind of wooden box. There's a slot in the top. It almost looks kind of like a shoddy mailbox. <laughs> and it's been fastened to one of the two posts. And the box looks fairly newly constructed. You seem fairly convinced that when you came across the first time, you don't remember that box being there. The stone pedestal is kind of off to the side. You're not entirely sure whether that was there or not. But the box definitely looks new. I'm just going to waddle over to the pedestal. 
I think this is going to call Jaska. And I'm guessing that is where we put our gold. Yes, passage. I, I know we, we 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 all kind of collectively thought we might want to talk to Josco or ask him some things. Does that note saying that he's working with the camp not dissuade anyone? I don't know if he's working with the camp. I think they we utilize knew we had the bridge. A deal with Black he's at least uh, yes, I suppose. Everyone but, knows this is the bridge. No, but yeah, I know. But the the point is, is we knew he had to deal with the Black Lions, but. Does that note indicate he's working more closely with the camp itself than we initially thought? Well, if he had a big deal with the Black Lions, he surely knows, he clearly knows that the Black Lions are working with the camp. So. Right, but this note we found is not from the Black Lions, potentially. Right. It seems to be like he has some correspondence with perhaps some higher-ups at the camp. It's possible, yes, but Jasko truly strikes me as a man who really doesn't affiliate with any one party. I might not trust everything that comes out of Jillian's mouth, but I certainly trust her mission. I, I mean, I, I trust her conviction, and I don't think that Jillian would put her trust in someone who was actively trying to go against everything that she stands for. Do I think we tell Jasko everything we learned? No, no but... <laughs> Alright. Absolutely so, not. So what are we telling him, then, as you're doing? No, what are we going to tell? What do we want to tell Josco? Are we telling him anything? I think we just need to get over the bridge. That's just it. That we're getting back to Mukmoon and meeting well, up with Jillian. This is new. Am I wrong? This is new. This wasn't here before. I have a, a feeling. You take that... a look at the box over there. Yeah. Sort of pointing to it. Yeah. You see that there's a note attached to it. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm just too busy. Squeezing the note out. has a couple, just a short couple sentences that are written in common. And then something written in a language that you don't understand. Hmm. Okay. Do, do I know what the language is, or do I just... Um, you don't. Okay. Um, the, so the, I'll read it and then give it to you. Josco is away on a personal errand. Find your own way across. Shit! Uh, come on. Oh. And then a bunch of... Goblin beings what is that? Uh... Oh, wait. Can I know. read this? I cast Comprehend Languages. An orbit takes a look at that. Do we, any of us recognize the language? Nope. No. Can she tell what it is when she comprehends she, languages? She, what language it is? Yeah. I don't believe so. She just yeah. understands she Oh, he's a clever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, is, is that order looking at her? Oh, yes. what, oh my god. What have I done now? For the more clever and discerning among you, there is a passage disguised by a blanket of grass and dirt 70 paces west behind a large golden current shroud. This is what we will be using. It's a considerable height compared to the bridge, but it's mostly horse-friendly and out of sight of those who lurk in the mountains. Also, young wizard, if you're reading this, please return my books that I assumed you stole in by your elven friend that had a particular interest in my library. Did you steal books? I you stole children's books. I you stole children's books! You stole books. children's books. Why were you stealing children's books? Well, to be fair... What are you going to use those for? Uh, Do you the, have children we don't know about? The children's books Didn't actually got us through the champions called off. Yes, but you took them oh, later. Oh, why? I don't so that we could get through the... So it got us, it solved a riddle. Yeah, but you didn't pick up the children's book thinking, well, maybe this will help me solve a riddle one day. I, I thought it was strange that 
a, 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 well, a miser in the woods. Okay. Oh, God. I'm okay. give him back the books. Now that you look at the box, the wooden box that the note was on, the slot looks about book sized. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to remember which books I stole from him. He took a couple. Uh, Whispers in the Cistern by Genevieve Riley. Putting it in. Before, okay, wait, before you throw the last one in, I'm going to put a note in it. Uh, yeah, I got a few more, don't worry. Uh, M- Mystery of Finlock Forest, I believe, was also from him. Okay. You hear it kind of boom. Gods, you are like fingered. Silly says. Basilisk, I'm pretty sure, was from him. Yes, it was. I am the first of many. Was that from him? I think it was. Uh, <laughs> and a wild and endless march of time. Was that also from? Are all my books from him? I one I think you have. Let me. I, I thought I, I took I, something I, from someone. Knew that you else. Yeah. Next one was Matthew. I can go back to another chapter. chapter. <laughs> Silly Basilisk. Oh no, I think they all worked. Silly Basilisk, first of many. Wild and endless march of time. Yeah. Mystery of Finlock Forest. Yep. Whispers in the Cistern. Great. I'll give. Uh, I'll. G- which was the? Do you remember which one got us through the? Uh, I believe it was the Mystery of Finlock Forest was the one. I'll give Mystery of Finlock Forest to Orba to put a note in. Orba's just gonna write on the inside. Um, sorry, in Infernal. Okay. <laughs> so do you return all of them? I, I return all the books. Yes. That's it. You got them all. Were you planning on? The- I didn't. You didn't even read them to us, Erlen. That's what's really I important. literally read an excerpt from Mysteries of Finlock Forest. No, I and mean, it as through... a nighttime treat. If you had a fast, I might yeah, have but... read you the Silly Basilisk. Oh, okay. Well, let's find a copy of that later. All right, so to the. Erlen large... puts the last book in. Thunk, and you hear it kind of thunk into the box. And something opens on the bottom. And falling down into the dirt is a little key. Time to get up. You can. <laughs> Jesus, I love a good key. Just dives underneath me. <laughs> and the bow or the head of the key is kind of shaped a little bit like a trident. Like it has like three prongs that kind of stick back outwards. And a small sort of brass key. What is that? Does it look like it goes anywhere out here? Maybe we can use the... Uh, do you think we should find that shrub? Yes, perhaps it's a locked door to the other passage. Okay, so to the uh, 70, 70 paces. paces. Yes, blank the grass and dirt. Now it's described about 70, oh, 80 paces. Yes. Sorry, before we yes. start, no, as, no, no, as no, everyone no, starts no. walking, can I, can I just tap Graven on the shoulder? Yes, you can. Um, the stone I gave to you? Mm. <laughs> can I have it back? Mm. I'm going to take the stone, uh, and I just want to... I did this right as we started walking. I just want to squeeze the one that's on top of the... It does not make yours glow. Great, good. So I'm going to put it back. <laughs> Let's go. So, experimenting. I, 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 these stones communicate. I wanted to see if there was some sort of interconnected... I have no idea. About 70, 80 paces. You see sort of a sparse smattering of these leafy shrubs, ranging in height anywhere from kind of three to five feet. And a few of them are dotted with these not fully formed kind of yellow buds. And you walk to the largest one, and behind it, you see kind of an uneven patch of ground. Not so much that you'd really notice at a glance, but there's a very faint rectangular outline in the dirt, maybe 15 feet by 15 feet. As you reach down, you sort of sink your hands in, and immediately it looks—it feels like your thumbs kind of go up underneath, and you pull, 
and it looks like it's like a woven piece of cloth that on top he's pasted or attached oh. grass, sticks, dirt, you know, all this sort of camouflage. So you can literally like <clears throat> pick up the whole thing <laughs> like a big tarp and you kind of pull it away. And underneath are like a bunch of long planks and you can see between them, it looks like it's covering up kind of a descending hole into the ground. Oh, he's so clever. Do we think that key is going to be necessary for whatever's through this, or is it something up here? I guess we'll find out. I I don't know. It would just be a shame to not use that key. I mean, we're not going to... Was there a keyhole on the pedestal at all? No, no. I imagined we would use it once we get to his... back to his house. Perhaps. Okay, let's go. But I've assumed some stupid things before, so... Let's keep going. Oh, well, we all have, so. Yeah, I'm sad. I will not see him. You never know, Ola. Yeah. You guys remove the plank. It's okay. And it's big enough to walk the horse through. You couldn't really ride it through, but it's it's a big hole in the ground. It descends, you know, a little steep that it's a little sort of, you know, you have to steady yourself, but it's not so steep that it's, you know, dangerous necessarily. And the tunnel kind of stretches out before you, and that's where we're going to end. <laughs> As we see Jasso. where Josco Tibbets himself has led you guys. Oh. My best friend. Some goodies down there. I hope, I hope he is, in fact. <clears throat> Just on a vacay? <laughs> it was weird that an old wizard in the middle of the woods had a bunch of kids' books. <laughs> also, I met Genevieve Riley. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Genevieve Riley. Buy her books sure. then. They didn't belong to you. <laughs> I don't buy art. Oh my God. <laughs> How does art then survive? Maybe no that painting that looks like shit now. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us Thank on, a, on an up and down oh. adventure today. Oh, two combats. Two whole two combats. Two combats, yeah. In addition to uh, Wait, quite a bit of information explaining so I mean, I like you yes. got away with that so nicely. If we had seen you do that, you'd be in so much trouble. You would have seen exactly what I said. Uh, <laughs> a very uh, uh, I attacked you first. The, he did attack me first. We know who threw the real first punch, though. Um, Zero punches. <laughs> we had a lot of action tonight. Uh, so, uh, the real Matt Ryan, thank you for subbing so thank much. Thank you so much. Uh, Somber also gifted a bunch of subs. Awesome. Um, Lord Gasumba raided us. Oh, this is very exciting. Thank you so much. I hope you guys are well and still playing. I, yeah. I think we've seen yeah. a couple of I checked in with the, at least Legendary Action, who was also in chat yes. and lurking. So, hello. As well. hey, it's I hope you guys are doing well. As uh-huh. always. Um, so, thank you, everybody. I apologize if I missed you, but I think I got everybody. <laughs> Thank you, I got all the people. Um, yes, yes, yeah, Sombra gifted five subs, so awesome. thank you so, so much. Yeah. Um, Support means the world. It's sort of a yeah. odd time, but we're happy to be back and playing. It's a lot of fun, um, and we'll see where Josco takes us oh. next week. Um, so hopefully a safe way to get to the other side, if not so well, circuitous. leading us <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna kill those go. people. <laughs> and I'll put it underground so no one's in. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we could have just walked into a murder trap. We oh. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Should we have left a note for Jillian somehow? Uh, uh, no, I don't know. Here and there now. Yeah. It's too late. But, uh, it's too late. She's resourceful. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Jillian. We're like, eh. All right, guys. All thank right. you so much. Yeah, yeah, see yeah, you yeah, next week. Yeah. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Good night. This is the end. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. It would be wise for you to do so. After all, there is always room in our party for more adventurers near and far. Until next time, just remember, your presence is a gift. Thank you.